Gee, Steve, what are we going to do tonight? Same thing we do every podcast. Tell them how we season. How we seize it, episode 63. We're doing MCU. This week we're covering Age of Ult or Avengers Age of Ultron. Let's let's make sure we get it correct. A lot of people like to call this uh, Avengers 2. <laughs> uh, you know, and so this is um the the next Avengers movie, but it's also it's like the 11th movie in in the series, though. Um, because we've had a lot of individuals, but this is the first time they're all back together as as a group. Um I'm your host, Noah. Uh, with me always is my, my main man, Steve. Say hi, Steve. Hi, everyone. Good good to talk to you all. And yeah. we have some and additional what, guests, our MCU yeah. uh, uh, group. Our MC correspondents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have Bo, who, who's actually the one that got us to do this. He, he was prob- He's probably our biggest fan. Uh, he's the only one I know that has probably listened to everything. Uh, I can't even get my own children to listen to that many. So uh, with us is Bo. Say hi, I'll Bo. take that. I'll take biggest <laughs> fan. Thanks very much. Yeah. yeah. I uh happy to be here again. And yeah. Good times. And then uh because we wanted to have a, a female voice on this, I, I sent the, the request out and we actually got an answer, which was awesome. And with that, we uh, got Nina, who actually is Bo's sister, and she is our our uh fourth host of this MCU podcast. Hello. Go ahead. Hi. Glad to be here. <laughs> Yep. Said hi, glad to be here. <laughs> Good, <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, I think we get, we're going to jump right into this with our with our drinks because that's that's one of the things we like to do on this podcast is uh, I find that having having uh, liquid libations helps me to to discuss these things and it's like it makes me feel like I'm at a bar chit chat with my friends or you know hanging out uh, like how we started this is bullshitting in my kitchen over whatever we were talking about drinking beers or or whatever it is and, so, and for our uh, listeners out there it's always worth listening to the whole thing because by the end we've had a lot more to drink and so <laughs> yes. we sometimes sound a little bit more um sometimes it hits <laughs> mid midway okay, sometimes right. it hits midway uh not gonna lie um, that is true that is true <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay that's what it's about that you know um, fun. all right so with that uh anybody want to volunteer to go first Sure, uh, what you're drinking? In. All right, go ahead. Okay. Uh, okay, sorry, I'll jump in first. Um, so one of the things we're, we're going to get to um, in, in the MCU, or not in the MCU, but in this one in particular, is um, Ultron, who is the key villain in this, as you can tell from the title, uh, likes to sing the Pinocchio song. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the I Got No Strings part. They got so, no strings on me. I got no strings, right. So the cocktail I made was from what's inspired by it's a actual a a um, an official Disney cocktail, and it is called Pleasure Island. It okay. is a play. It's kind of a play on a Negroni, and it's um, I would call it a uh, an ambitious cocktail for me to make, not being a true bartender <laughs> or mixologist. But it is, as you can see, can you guys see that? It's got foam on the top. So oh yeah, nice. White in it. Yeah, oh, so gross. it's it's um, gin, gin, Campari, lemon juice, bitters. Simple syrup, and I forgot to make the simple syrup, so I cheated and used just plain old sugar. Um, shake it over ice, and then you strain it, double strain it, and then you put an egg white in, and then you they call it dry shaking, and you dry shake it 
vigorously to get that foam on top. So that's what we got. Nice. Lovely. Well, I'd say you know, you'd How's be it pretty taste? good. It's pretty tasty. It's, um, you know, it's it's been sitting here um i've been waiting to take the first sip until now <laughs> but it it's i think if i would have taken it right away you know being colder it would have been a lot better it's um gotcha. but i do love campari campari is one of my favorite drinks in fact one of my favorite summer drinks is a campari and soda over ice just kind of like in a pint glass so just a little bit of campari and a full thing of club soda just over ice and just kind of sitting on the back patio or whatever and you know awesome just a nice refreshing drink nice you know, I've always I'm always scared of the drinks with egg in it. I, I heard that whiskey a whiskey true whiskey sour is supposed to have egg white. Oh egg yeah, in it. and I'm like, yep. you know, no, you can hold your damn egg. I, I'm not <laughs> I'm not going I'm not going Stallone in my drinks here. It's I don't mainly need just the extra texture, protein. but I I love it. I love it. It's for the foam. Yeah, it adds the foam to the top. I mean, that's what gets you a lot of the cocktails. You know. Oh, I get um, it, but it's just one of those. I, I don't want egg in my drink. Yeah, sure, fair enough. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm going right. to have egg on my face so... later if I have enough. Yeah. But... <laughs> hey, and then um, I just want to make one or two little comments just because I, I, since I am a super fan, I feel like I need to talk about <laughs> some of the past episodes. Um, but two things, two things that I wanted to point out. I had a longer list, but I'm sure I'll be able to weave them in as time goes on. But two things I want to say is one, your Raiders of the Lost Ark podcast was awesome. Uh, nice. um, I, I remember, uh, Nina probably remembers this, when we were kids, when we were like seven, eight, ten years old, we would, um, like every two or three weeks, it wasn't every week, but every two or three weeks we'd go out to the movies, and we'd always kind of trade off on who got to pick movies. And we, you know, it's, it's and, and you know, it was, either, it was mostly my parents, but as we got older, it got to be some of us kids. And Raiders of the Lost Ark was the first movie I got to pick for the family. Oh, and I remember gosh. I was watching Cisco, I was watching Cisco and Ebert, and I had seen, you know, I forget what else they did on that episode, but it doesn't matter because I'm like, this movie looks amazing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is going to be my pick. So we picked that movie. We went to watch it. So that was the first one, the first family movie I got to pick. You know, just and to then, piggyback um, off that comment before you move on. Okay. I, yeah, yeah. I got, that was just last week we did it. I spent another three days after our podcast just continuing <laughs> to, to, to follow. I found this transcript. It was a transcript of the five days that Lucas and Spielberg and Lawrence Kasdan spent together while they were talking through the treatment of the story. And it is fascinating because it's an audio recording that's been transcribed and you oh, actually wow. hear them discussing scenes and coming to different, you know, they start one way oh, and wow. they say, oh, let's make it this. Oh, let's make it this. Oh, let's make it a boulder. Oh, wow. you know? And just to see that thought process was, I, it was 128 pages and I read it all. Wow. It, I loved it. So that is, that's fantastic. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, so then the second comment, um, being, a, being a Philadelphia guy, um, I'm going to take exception with you saying that um, the, the Indiana Jones theme or the Raiders of the Lost Ark theme is one of the most recognizable themes. I being think it that, is. I would argue that Rocky might I, be I... slightly, slightly, <laughs> slightly more, slightly more uh, recognizable. <laughs> but that, I mean, that's the, that's the they, Philadelphia me talking. They're, they're, they're both up there. I'll, I'll give you that. They are. They're both they up are. there. I was, I, to me, Rocky, he had that. I mean, but that's, he hasn't played one time during the, the movie, and I agree, it is. It's definitely one, and it's one of those ones. It's it's on my workout list. I'm not gonna lie. I think it's <laughs> you pumped. Me too. But I I can't I, lie either. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> it was just that it has that. We're you talking the, about the, the theme, not Eye of the Tiger, right? Eye of the Tiger. That's no, the, no, no, no. Okay. no, no, no. Okay. The when one, you said yeah, workout no. list, yeah, I was dun. thinking, oh, I hope it's not. Right. Oh no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> dun, 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 yeah. Dun, that dun, that dun, one. Dun, dun. 
Yeah. But that's what I mean is that one, it's kind of like a whole song where it's just that, that, that just those few little notes from Indiana Jones. Sure. Really, like you can hear those. Like if that was on, like name this, name that tune. Yeah. You're gonna hit yeah, Indiana no. Jones in like two notes. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> sure. So, but I get you. I get you. It's all, all right. good. Fair enough. All right. Sounds good. All right. That's it. All right, Steve. What do you got to drink? Well, this is this is a coincidence, but I piggybacked off the same thing you did with Pinocchio. That was uh, I, I really. Uh, I, I was thinking about it. I know there's a lot of drinks that are represented. They have a whole big party, but but I was looking for something that that tied the movie together a little bit and I kept came, coming back to that because that I remember watching the trailer for the first time and hearing that uh, um, that that I've got no strings uh, right. in the background um, just really got me excited about the movie so I looked up a Pinocchio cocktail and I don't know how this is something I found online so I don't know how legit it is but it's called a Pinocchio cocktail it's just called a Pinocchio cocktail, and it's gin as well. And I use some Aviator gin to kind of call out our our MCU um, Ryan Reynolds, uh, you know. Oh yeah, nice. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, um, nice. and it has lemon juice as well, and some um, mango syrup, uh, which I just use. I just squeeze some mango in there, and enough to, okay. to get get the amount. Some uh, turmeric uh, spice, oh, wow. huh. and a little honey. Some uh, lavender flower, which I had some of my lavender, oh, wow. my lavender syrup from when we did the uh, the Ready Player Two, and I used the, the yeah. I did the Prince Prince cocktail, so I used that as a substitute, <laughs> and a little bit of pepper. There's some pepper in here too, nice. and I gotta say, interesting, this is delicious. I started a little early huh. uh, drinking it. And <laughs> I'm a little bummed because I'm I'm getting down to the bottom, and I didn't bring all the ingredients back in. I only have some gin yeah. and some mango over here, so I'll probably be by, uh, making another one, but uh, it won't be quite as nice. So it's my Pinocchio. If, if we have to pause for you to make another drink, yeah. we can. Right. I almost <laughs> made that one. I, I know I know exactly which one you're talking about. I almost made that one, but we're on a bit of a we're on a bit of a since we're trying to move we're on a bit of a purchasing freeze right. on things <laughs> gotcha. that we might only use one time yeah and a lot of those ingredients fell into the we might only use one time category well this so, was real, yeah. this was real cheap for me because i had to run to the store and pick up a mango and some turmeric that was it i yeah. everything else everything else i had so <laughs> is that all you did you go through did you go through line with just those two items <laughs> you always wonder like what's the weirdest my, shit my people son asked me to get some bananas two items. Too, so yeah <laughs> a little random I always, when i was in my single days you mentioned that going through line i i in my single days it's like um i remember going to the store and you're going to the store and you have like a bottle of wine yeah. and um this is an adult podcast but a bottle of wine and a pack of condoms and as you're checking out, and as you're checking out, the, the checker goes, "Have a nice night." You're like, "What do you think I'm gonna have?" Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, I use yeah. I use these to cover the bottle after I'm done, so, you know, because I don't finish it. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. I yeah. I always wondered that. Like, I remember I worked at a grocery store, and and that was some of the things we talked about. Like, what was the weirdest things that people came through? And yeah, I could see it. Mango and turmeric would be up yeah. there. That'd be right up Especially there. Especially if you threw in like some condoms and a bottle of wine. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right, Nina, what do you got? Well, I am jealous of uh, you two guys because um, I wanted to do one of my favorite characters who does not. And with the pandemic, it's going to be a while before she gets her due. Is Black Widow, so I found this um, Avengers Black Widow cocktail. Um, he said it's inspired by. Um, he said if you go 
do clubs in Russia. He said one of the snacks that they have is cucumber, like uh, like salted cucumber. Oh, like like um, our peanuts that we have here. It's like they have salted cucumber. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Like they'll so this has uh you what you do is you take a cucumber and you cut it up and you cute into cubes and you sort of muddle it in the glass, and then it's uh some lemon like a juice of a lemon a little bit of simple syrup and two ounces of vodka and have you guys ever stayed at one of the ho one of the double tree hotels where they have like the the big decanter of water oh, yeah. in the oh, lobby yeah, yeah, yeah. that has like and food and it, stuff floating in it, it. Yeah. like for those of us who have gotten massages they have it at some of the spas <laughs> yeah. Well. yeah yeah same same thing they have them at spas anyway you know, and you you drink, and then, and I know it's supposed to be refreshing, but you drink it, and you're like, all you can think about is how long has it been since they changed the <laughs> the fruit in this? <laughs> yeah. So, right. it it kind of tastes like that, but add sugar and vodka. So it's, <laughs> I'm I'm not I'm only so you get over one. <laughs> it. Pretty, you get over it pretty quick. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like no. Interesting. Yeah. Would not recommend. Right. <laughs> but anyway, also also does not remind me of black widow at all so i don't know what he's thinking <laughs> yeah. yeah that's a, I, I saw some other ones that were black widow that like had a red tint to it i i didn't look yeah see that's i i would put like you know like something spicy like a like a spicy margarita or something yeah. like that but eh. like for her uh, I would whatever definitely, like you definitely go the vodka the vodka route but yeah i could see going yeah. with something else you know like grenadine to give it a little bit of a red color you know, spice it up with you something You could go, else. or just, like, go with, like, a Death and Taxes for a black lager or something like that. I mean, that'd be something else you oh, could go with. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. 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 All right, I'm up. Anyway. So. so <laughs> no, that's good. I, I like the fact that you, you went after, you know, your favorite character. So, I also, mine is, is inspired by my favorite character, and that is Thor. Um, and one of my favorite scenes in this, wait, this whole. Wait, what? Thor. <laughs> Okay. making sure I heard you right. <laughs> what? What is so wrong I'm with just, Thor? I'm nothing. I'm just giving you a hard time. We, we, okay. we I, th I think it's been well established that Thor is yeah. your favorite character. I, well, <laughs> That's all I I'm joking want... about. <laughs> I mean, if there was turtles in the Avenger, that'd be a different story. Exactly. Well, that's, yeah. Uh, yeah, there you go. Right. Crossover. Um, Here we go. You know. uh, yeah, right. Hey, they were, they did it with Batman. I could see it with Thor. That'd be awesome. Uh, anyways, and, and then the, the party scene was one of my favorites too. Um, and a lot of that had to do with, because it, it made them feel a little bit more real. Like, like they're just hanging out bullshit with yep. their friends and stuff like that. So I was watching Thor go through the whole thing and, and he's got a beer most of the time, but then there's the, the cameo from Stan Lee, which is, is an excellent cameo, <laughs> right? Yes. And it, it's, he's sitting around and, and, uh, one of the, he, they're all dressed up, uh, it's a bunch of, uh, World War II vets. Which the other cool part about that is uh, Stan Lee is actually a World War II vet. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Know so, um, yeah. and I, I was trying to find some information if, like, if he actually wore, you know, like his uniform and what his, you know, his medals would be and stuff like that. But I couldn't find anything on it. But I thought that would, that would be really cool if that was the case too. Um, but I liked it. You know, one of the one of the other vets is like, hey, what do you got there? Talking to Thor, who's standing next to Steve Rogers, pouring out of a flask into his his glass, and he's like, oh no no no, I'm gonna read this real quick. No no no, you see this this is an age for a thousand years, and the barrels built from the wreck of Broomhilda's fleet. This is not meant for mortal man. And then you get Stanley. He's like, neither was Omaha Beach, Blondie. Stop <laughs> trying to scare us and come on. And so. 
Thor goes, all right, and he pours, you know, pours a little bit in his glass, and then, and then the next thing they show is they got Stanley being help, helped out by two guys, and he's all Excelsior, you know, he's just shit faced. <laughs> and then if you watch as he goes by, the two other vets behind him. One guy looks like he's a mannequin. He's like literally standing behind the bar. His his drink is still mid level height, and he's just frozen. And the other guy's passed out on the bar. So <laughs> I didn't uh, notice the people uh, behind him. That's good. Yeah, no, I didn't either. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I, I'm going to go with, you know, I tried to find a flask. That's why I was running a little late. I was, we had a flask oh. around the house. So I was going to put a little, um, something in there. And what I wanted to go with is I was looking for a bunch of what whiskeys would work. And I found a couple really cool ones online that I have no chance of ever getting. Like there's <laughs> one being made in Finland, um, called, uh, the Bifrost, uh, Niflheim. Yeah. Wow. And I was like, God, if oh, I could nice. get my hands on that, yeah. it would be perfect. Um, but yeah, I just, so then I was like, wait, I've got this really, really cool scotch at home. That's an 18 year old scotch, which I'm like, that's about right for, you know, a thousand years for, for Thor, 18 years yeah. for me. That's, that's about copacetic, but I also why, promised. Why the, the hell, first... why the hell do you have an 18 year old scotch in your. Well, cause that's what I was just going to get to. And I was like, <laughs> uh, this is this, it's glamoring. Um, this, uh, is a really beautiful bottle of scotch that I've, I went and looked at and it's won hundreds of awards. It's never fail or never gotten below a silver in all of its competitions. What did you call it? Glit? Is it Glen yeah, Morangi, right? It's like Glen Morangi. No, is that yeah. Morangi or Glen Morangi? Glen Morangi. Yeah. Okay. Like okay. I, yeah. And, uh, so the reason I'm not going to drink this though, is because this was given to me by a very special person for Christmas. And I told him I wouldn't open it until he was there to drink it with me. And because we're doing this through Discord and Steve is on the other line, I can't drink this tonight. Because Steve gave this to me for Christmas. So that was that was a nod to Ready Player Ready Player One, actually, because they they bring it up and it was Oh they do. Okay. It's um from Highlander. Uh, it was uh, his favorite drink. That's what he always oh, ordered. Oh, okay. Uh, we talked Sean about Connery's. that. That kind of inspired me to tra- track it down because yeah. you wanted that to be your drink for that that uh, book. Yeah, I was trying to try to find it. <laughs> but so, you said uh, it's, too, it's a little too hard. Oh, to it is. It, yeah. it, I couldn't find yeah. it. I actually, I did finally found it and I saw how much it was and I'm like, oh my God, he's the greatest <laughs> guy ever. So, uh, but anyway, so I took that theme and I, I ended up buying a, a 10-year-old Dewar's um, uh, whiskey to use. And so since I don't have my flask, I have my little Dremel here and I'm just going to pour it in my drink like they did and then go with that. Gotcha. So nice. it's, it's nice. a little nod to, nod to Thor and his, his, uh, thousand year old, whatever it was they drank. Yeah. So you got your, uh, your, yeah, your, but... your <laughs> black widow reference there if you want. Yeah. Mark. Yeah. And then I also went and uh, made sure I had a backup beer. Um, and I was thinking, you know, what, what are the Norse drink? And, and they're, they're in the meads and stuff like that. So I didn't get a mead, but I do have a honey beer. It's a honey oh, blonde nice. ale. So nice. I, I grabbed that just to have as a backup. Cool. And with my Thor bottle opener, it, I'll, <laughs> I'll open that. So, nice. so I, went all, I went full Thor on this one. <laughs> nice. Very good. I, I almost went Thor theme. Um, and, and once again, this this got derailed by the move. Um, I almost went with um, Akavit. Okay. Akavit, Akavit is a Norwegian liqueur, um, and it's 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 an herbaceous one. It's it's flavored with herbs and things like that. And one of the one of the main herbs that it's flavored with is caraway, which oh. caraway is caraway is rye bread. So it's yeah. got a rye bread kind of a, a smell and flavor to it. But the thing that's really cool about it and ties into especially the liquor 
liquor that Thor was drinking was um, one of the companies, one of the first companies that made the Akavi. Traditionally, they will barrel it in oak barrels and then they'll sail it from Norway to Australia and back and it crosses the equator twice. So being on a ship, and this has been around for hundreds of years, so it was back when there were wooden ships and all that. Yeah. So not a thousand years, but it was aged on a ship, a wooden ship and and everything. Nice. So that that was going to be my thing. And then as you're talking about the beers, I can't believe I missed out on this and I should have done it. Have you guys <laughs> ever had have you guys ever had Einstock? No. Oh. Einstock Einstock is an Icelandic beer, but there's a guy on the, the on the label, the guy on the label has on like the kind oh, of Thor helmet with the horns coming out of it. Nice. Well, damn, we're, gonna, we're really perfect. setting ourselves up for for some delicious drinking when we get to Ragnarok. Because when Ragnarok <laughs> when Ragnarok comes around, it's going to be the whole part. It's on the chain there. <laughs> well, I had actually went and looked for another beer. Um, the local brewery Frog Belt had released uh, a triple last week, um, and I was thinking, what what would you know? What kind of beer would Thor drink? And the name of this beer is Godwood, and I was like, that's yeah. you know. But they that sold works. out in 45 minutes at the brewery, and wow. they, they said they had shipped some out locally. I went to three different places, couldn't find it at all. So then I was like, oh, okay, let's see what what, <laughs> what other backups yeah, yeah. I can find. So Who was that? Wait, who, which one was that? Fog Belt. Fog Belt, gotcha. Okay. Russian River, they did their, their Pliny uh, two they weeks ago, I think. They sold out in four minutes. Less, I mean, I was, less, I was, it, was like, it was like 15 seconds. Jeremy and I both were like, it was we're like the clicking, clicking, clicking. Yeah. And yeah, and uh, it was. they, they say that they were going to go through all the orders and make sure there was no no funny business. But, Whatever. Uh, but yeah, it, it, and it, it, what was frustrating about it is that I got to the where I actually got to order it. and But they don't save it in your... Um, so you, know, you went to check out and it wasn't there. That's yes, a common uh, well, thing. Yeah, and and they and they even commented about that in their in their blog afterwards, saying saying that, that that's that the service they use does not keep things in your in your checkout until you've actually submitted payment. So so what they should have said was, "I'm sorry, we suck. Our beer is really right. good. <laughs> we <laughs> suck. We suck with the purchasing part." That's what they should have said. <laughs> right. Because that's exactly everything I saw was complaints. Unless you got the beer, yeah. And I saw nobody yeah. saying, "Hey, I got it. Hey, I got it." Everything yeah. I saw was. I got shut out in 15 seconds. Yeah. yeah. I went to the dentist story. I was at the dentist that day and he was like, yeah, we, we tried to get it. And they had four people going for it and they, yeah. none of them got, it. I think one of them got to the order part and yeah. I got to the order yeah. part, which I, is and sad. Was, and, and, I, and I thought, Oh, I got this. And I'm <laughs> trying to yeah. type things in. Nope. Well, okay. Well, that's it for our drinks. I mean, I, I think we all came up with some good ones. I love the fact that you guys pull some, some obscure things like the Pinocchio, which one of the things that a lot of people talked about was how cool the trailer was and how, how dark it was supposed to be. And, and the Pinocchio song playing in that trailer, I think, was something that played into it. Mm -hmm. And so I, I'm glad you guys picked up on that. That's awesome. And then, yeah, Black Widow would have been a, a, another one that I, I definitely was was uh, potentially going to go for because she is also one of my favorite characters. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say she's my absolute favorite. Yeah, her, Cap is my absolute favorite, but I... I dig her, and I was really looking forward to her movie this year, and it's like, who knows when we'll see it. Last thing I heard is it's potentially now going to be a uh, Disney Plus release. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. They're, they've been, they've been so. shooting it around. Yeah. I think they're waiting to guess, see if, if things open up. So what you're saying is we all have to get better TVs and sound systems, right, for our houses. <laughs> Although I don't know what you guys have. I know I do. <laughs> uh, mine's not so bad. I'm pretty satisfied with mine. 
Yeah, I think our sound Andrew, system. Andrew picked up a six-speaker surround sound at Costco a couple years back, so we're doing yeah. pretty well. Kelly, <laughs> Kelly, Kelly just agreed in our new house we can get one of those. So, oh, nice, cool. That works. All right, well, let's. I get recommend into this. it. Uh, All right, Age of Ultron. So this was a uh, two-hour and twenty-one-minute movie. Um, this was the eleventh one re uh, released. It was in two thousand fifteen. Um, Directed by uh, Josh Walt uh, Whedon, who also did the first Avengers. Uh, this was also his last Marvel movie. Uh, he no. quit. He quit right after this um, because of just uh, apparently he had a, had a lot to do with with the interference from the the uh, showrunners and and Disney and stuff like that about like f you know forcing him to put things in there and that's one of the big things a lot of people talk about is this was. Uh, it almost had to, it was almost like commercials for for up and coming movies um which a lot of people thought you know it's like it sounded like they were trying to mold it you know they were trying to expand on you know they had a trajectory that they wanted to go with the infinity stones mm -hmm. thanos and and so they wanted to use this movie as a way of trying to put a lot of those to tie them together to tie it together and uh and, got him a little frustrated yeah yeah and, and i read it it really um, he and Kevin Feige really did get along. Uh, chafed against each other, and and part of me is like sympathetic to him because yeah, he's the director and the writer, and it's it's his uh, baby when all said and done. But but honestly, I can't really Kevin Feige the the scope of what he did in bringing all of those films together and making them interlock, so yeah. to speak. Well, that's I, I can't. I, I I can I I can understand why he fought for stuff. Yeah, well, I think it, it, it was it was two different visions where where he had the long game uh, in order, you know, and uh, Whedon was looking at like, okay, but I need to make this uh, a movie that stands alone, right? It it has to hold its own, and and that's uh, there's a lot of complaints about this this movie. It's funny um, as far as the Marvel movies on like Rotten Tomatoes, it's one of the lower rated. I listened to some different podcasts. And I, I I have a few, honestly. Some <laughs> someone even had this rated below Hulk, which I just was like, okay, then you have Ow. zero. That's aggressive. <laughs> yeah, I was like, then you don't know what the yeah. hell you're talking about. I just wasted an hour listening to you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, so there was a lot of that. I I think this movie plays better now watching it, knowing everything that. It, it feeds into and everything that it, it sets up and, and things you see in it that don't pay off until other movies watching it now compared to the first watching, I think is, is, is incredible. And I was telling Steve earlier, I've actually watched this about five or six times just this last week. I've watched it <laughs> the last three days. I've watched it each day. So starting from Sunday, Monday, <laughs> Tuesday, and then it's even yeah. on right now. Um, I, I, I I just love, I, don't, I, I don't blame I love you. This I'm, one. I'm really yeah. I don't I don't really blame you. I'm I'm actually kind of the more I've watched it this week, and maybe it's you know recency bias as they say, but you know the more I've watched it this week, the more I've kind of found a lot of little nuggets in there and things. Right. I think really... that's what it is. Is it pays off so much? It, it's almost one of those. It's like watching it the first time, you don't get it, but then after you see the payoffs, you're like, oh okay, now it makes right. so much more sense and it's so much better. And uh, that's what I really liked about this one. You know, we start off with uh, one of my favorite scenes in the MCU as far as like, uh, it's not the best CGI or the best, you know, shot, but I love that opening fight scene. Um, and they go and the the 
the crescendo where the 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 logo comes out is where they're all jumping over the the fence right. you know and yeah. they're all in the yeah. scene. I, I just something about that just gets me going. I'm like, oh, I it's love true. it. It's true. There's something kind of magical about it. And the, 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 yeah, it's like click. You want a photo op right there. Yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I had a hard time. You, you mentioned mean, that the I, special effects or the CGI. CGI was uh, to me. It almost looked like you were watching something that was a it was, cut scene it was out of a, out of an animated movie. The way they yeah. they were zipping around and that and, that distracted me. But I know what you're talking about. I liked that. I have this, I mean, I have this uh, theory that um, the aesthetic of all the movies, and I've noticed this more with rewatching them for this, that there's always two or three scenes in every film that if you just took like the still shot, that could be a cover of the comic. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, for this one, that was definitely one of them. Yeah. And then they yeah. they even like did a freeze frame just to be like, yeah, here it is, <laughs> Avengers, yeah. Avengers, Earth's Mightiest Heroes, seventy five cents, you know, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a long time ago, right? Um, exactly. That's true. Yeah. It's almost like well, they were treating would... <laughs> like a comic book, and this was their cover yeah. page. Yeah, I, I like here's, that. Here's nice. the cover, and yeah, yeah. Well, what I'll, you're getting I'll, into. I'll also say I think the first battle, the thing I really liked about the first battle, was at least what I remember so far is that it's, it's the first time they kind of got creative with some of the, the, the sort of interaction between the characters, like with Thor throwing his hammer against um, Captain Cap America's shield, shield and, yeah. and, and doing that, you know, things like that. Well, he it's says like, it beforehand is... too. Oh, look, they're all lined yeah. up. They're, they're lined up. And then yeah. and Thor goes, well, they're excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, right. Exactly. But this is like the first time when they start to get really creative yeah. with like the interaction yeah. with the characters and not just using their own powers individually. So the other part about this is I love that they started off with the comedy strong, right? You have the the very first oh, word yeah. in Avengers Ultron is shit, right? Yes. So yeah. that's that's a PG thirteen boom right off the top, um, and then you got Cap language, and I just yes. every time I hear it, I fucking lose I it. I'm like that is so good, and then just the look on his face afterwards, like fuck, I said that. Yeah, you know, um, right. and then the other one, it 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 really I don't know something about it is. When after uh, Barton gets shot and uh, uh, Black Widow's down treating him, and she's like, uh, "Can someone take care of that bunker?" And then Hulk just comes through and smashes. She's like, "Thank you." Like you know, it's just yeah. one of those. Like I'm like, it's just so cool. Um, I love yeah. I love the whole thing. And, and then we get in. You know, the other one that just cracks me up. There's there's two parts of it. Is uh, you got uh, Strucker. Uh, who's talking to his troops. <laughs> he's trying to rally him. <laughs> well, there, there's that one, but it's yes. even before that when the guy comes up and he's like, who who ordered this attack? And he's like, it's the Avengers. And he's like, well, can't we take him? And he's like, it's the Avengers. <laughs> you know, yeah, right. like the, the look on his face is like, are you fucking kidding me? I and like then, it when he tries to rally the troops, then he turns around yeah. and says, I'm going to no surrender. I, I'm, I'm going to surrender. surrender. <laughs> yeah. But then there's even, there's two more with, with Iron Man and uh, he comes in and he's like, Oh guys, can we just talk? They got all the guns. And then he, he shoots them with his little darts and they all go down. He's like, good talk. And then one guy in the back's like, no, it wasn't, <laughs> you know, it's just, a, yes. right. It just the comedy. Well, that, it's I like it when so he finds well, the secret door. Please, secret yeah. door. Please, secret door. Please, secret yeah, door. Please be a secret Yay. door. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and even and even it might have been before that or right after that. But there's that scene where where Strucker. So first of all, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask about Strucker because I didn't go back and I I am bad with who the characters are and their history and all that. So Strucker's what's Strucker's history again? What's his what's his like? 
two. He's he's the he's his a elevator head, pitch. He, he's a head Hydra agent. Um, <laughs> he he really showed yeah. up a lot in Agents of Shield as the big bad that no one's seen. Right, he's, gotcha, he's the one. Gotcha. That, he's which is which is a big complaint of a lot of people that are fans of Shield and or Agents of Shield and the movies that. In Agents of Shield, they're chase they're chasing him down. That's he's he's a big bad for okay, them. Okay, that's right. And then he gets this minor little uh, scene, and then he's killed. So right. he was he was supposed to be a big bad for Hydra, kind of one of their top eight top guys. Gotcha. Oh, and that's the scene that I like. I forget exactly what he says, but he's he's there with Captain America. He's like, "You're going to have to be faster than that." And it's like, yeah. I, like he barely gets the words that right. out of his mouth, and he's like laying <laughs> like he's laying dead on the ground, and it's like, yeah. Well, I guess I am. So yeah, yeah. There's there's some great comedy in the beginning of that. I, I loved it, um, and it just I think it set up a lot of stuff. Then we also get, um, which I, I'm kind of torn between this because I, I I like it because I I think I understand a little bit more of it than some people are putting the thought into. But the the lullaby with Hulk and and Black Widow, and this is where a lot of people get the cringes. Uh, the whole love affair flirting whatever whatever you want to call it between hawk uh um black widow and, and hulk but to me what i see is they've been they've been on this team and they're trying to work and they're trying to find a way to make hulk more productive right they're trying to find a way yeah. like okay we, we we got a code green we need the big guy but we also yeah. need to be able to calm you down when we need to so they've probably been working on this for a long time which you know when you work together with someone closely especially in that yeah. kind of you know, things happen and they've probably been flirting and stuff. And to me, that's, you know, everybody's like, I never saw this love story coming. And I'm like, well, that's what I got out of is like, they've been working hard on this and, and, and it's very touching and very personal. And, and to me, I, I, I saw that part of it and I was like, okay, I like that. I, and so uh, I, I thought it was kind I of I was a, cool a little thing. hesitant about it, but I think what bugs me more is that, that they decided after this movie to abandon it. It's like, it's yeah. like they decide it was, yeah. was it the audience or just because I thought they, you know, black widow, they, she was <laughs> one of the few female event. Yeah. She is like the only female Avenger right at this point. At this and point, they choose yeah. to put her into a love story, which I get people's frustration. With <laughs> Everyone else gets to be, you know, get, get, get to play the, the, the more masculine dominant role and, and, and she gets, but all of the males, except for Hulk, uh, even Hulk has a love interest. I I just, all I'm saying is that I get why people can get a little frustrated at that. At the same time, I think it's more frustrating that the studio just chooses to drop it, ignore it. It's almost like, Oh, it didn't happen. And they never readdress it after this movie. Uh, Like, yeah. In a way it kind of, it kind of feels wedged in. Cause I mean, like we said, they they had like a a, lo- a timeline. I mean, they yeah. knew Hulk was not going to be around again until um, Infinity yeah. War. Actually, I he just... wouldn't be together with the team, and to have it like like this set up, set up, set up, set up, and then like go nowhere. Well, I, like... to me, I look at it in two ways. Like you know, we had uh, the the major flirting that we had in Civil or not Civil War, but um, Winter Soldier with uh, Captain America and and Black yeah. Widow, and they even yeah. reference that in the movie, right? They even when he's talking to Banner at the party, he's like, "Hey, you know, take it from a guy that's you know, uh, you know, waited too long," and 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 then he's like, "I," he, or he goes, he goes, "That wasn't flirting." He's like, "Oh no, I've seen her flirt up close and personal," you know, and so. <laughs> 
So I, I, I think it was one of those things that really worked. I liked what they tried to do, but I don't so think can, everybody no understood it as far as like, they were working so closely together that it became a personal thing with them rather than just, you know, a cringy love story between them. Because I think it gets cringy in the bathroom later at, at yes. uh, you know, at Barton's farm. Uh, there's some, there's some really bad stuff in there that people have problems with and I understand, but I think it's also, it's how you take it. If, if, if you put your thinking hat on and really think about some of the stuff, you can think around it. And it's just well, how it was put out. I mean, there. I don't really, I mean, I don't know why you have a problem with it. It's like, these are all adult people. They're all single. They're all like, <laughs> right. you know, they're under tons yeah. of stress. <laughs> they're under tons and tons of stress. They're like looking for releases. Exactly. There's bound to be, there's bound to be these sort of like interlaced hookups. I mean, one of the questions I had from earlier on in this whole thing was like, how many of these people, I mean, and it's probably less than I think, cause there's less women than men. Um, but how many of these people do you think hooked up over the course of, you know, over the course of these movies and over the course of the whole thing? It's like, <laughs> right. You know, so I, I mean, I don't have a problem with it, I guess. I, don't I know, think I don't a lot of people had a big, work. a big issue because they started off, it, it was kind of like, oh, her, her and, and Barton were, you know, supposedly gonna, you know, they had that whole thing and then it turned out totally different, which... I, I thought it was okay to me that it, it didn't end up that way. I like what they did with Barton and having a family. The, the other interesting yeah. thing is, and I think I talked about this in our Daredevil episode, is Black Widow actually hooks up with Daredevil in the comics. Like, oh, really? Yeah, like big time. Like they're like together mm. a lot in in the comics. So. Oh wow. She. Yeah. She uh she hooks up with Bucky Barnes too. I. And they're 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 an item in the comics oh, really? for for some well, time. Oh, yeah. Well, well, maybe rather than yeah. you know it it the fact that this relationship happened it it almost amplifies the fact that they're so male heavy in True. in in the cast and that okay we've got one female Avenger well obviously she's going to be involved in the love story where uh, so it so it <laughs> just amplifies the fact that they need more females in there so that they don't have because they're not going to go I mean I I don't think. I think a lot of people would be frustrated if they went with a gay relationship. It's or frustrated is not not the right word. It's un uncomfortable with that. They would being being Disney. They wouldn't approach it so simply like they do in other series. So so all, so, oh, so it's like this is all they got. And so I, I I think that's a bigger problem. They need more females. They need to balance it a little True. bit more so that you well, can have yeah. some that are more. Uh, the fighters and some that, that get involved in relationships just like you do with the men, you know. But if you think about it, if you look at it and you look at, I mean, fast forwarding to Endgame, right? There's a whole wave of females. And oh, yeah. they just don't, they just don't um, feature them enough. Like there are so many females. If you look at all the potential females that are in this, I mean, I think there's plenty. They just don't focus on the female heroes. And, you know, it's just... Just well, like, I mean, is, yeah, it, is I mean, it is it timing though? Is it kind of like growing the growing the product to, to introduce them? Because I mean, we got Captain Marvel later. We get uh, Scarlet Witch. Although, here's an interesting. I had two points real quick. First off, this is also the first uh, time that Disney had owned Marvel. This was the first movie to release under Disney. Uh, really? Yeah. Oh so wow. That might be part well, of. They had how some rules about too. about Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver too. They couldn't call them by their names. Yeah, they, and they couldn't never call. <laughs> yeah, there were, so, and they couldn't call them mutants. They had to call them yeah. right. enhanced. 
I think is what enhanced, what, yeah. is what enhanced uh, in the field. Yeah. And He's fast and she's weird. It's interesting because you have two <laughs> movies with different versions of Quicksilver yeah. kind of about the same time. And there and there's right. a big debate on that too. But yeah, so really, and, and if you look at this, uh, as far as Marvel is, uh, the MCU is considered, Wanda has never been called Scarlet Witch. She's always been known as Wanda. Although and, Iron and, Man and, and, refers to as her, her as a witch in this one. He calls her a witch, but they never I know. say. I'm just saying. Yeah, and they never said Quicksilver. They never. He never got right. named. He was always uh, Pietro. Um, right. Yeah. Which, you know. Uh, okay. Here's and here's they our have first kind of different backstories. Oh God. Too. I'm sorry. You haven't yeah. seen it yet, Steve. I can't say it yet. I don't. I don't know if I want to ruin it. Oh, I did read something don't, about don't, don't. Quicksilver. Okay. So. Wait. What? <laughs> but I don't know. Have yeah. you, are you watching Wanda? Wanda Vision. Are you I looking, who are you looking at? Yet. Who are you talking to? I, well, so goes up in this I, corner. I, I I have. I haven't I watched have. it yet. I haven't watched. I haven't watched oh. WandaVision yet either. Oh, all right. It's we just a question of which which Quicksilver it, they choose, right? Is that is that? Yeah. What it's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that, that that's a bit. Go ahead, Nina. <laughs> I will say this. This doesn't spoil anything, but they do actually mention in WandaVision, like they're they're talking yeah, to. Sure. They're talking about no. They're talking about Wanda, and they're like, "Oh, her name's Wanda Maximoff. She's from Sokovia. She's blah blah blah." And yeah. they're like, one of the guys like, "Did she have a did she have a cute nickname?" And it's like, "No, no, I don't think so." Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's one of the the sword agents. He says that. Yeah, I thought that was cool yeah. too. Um, I, I liked what awesome. uh, Hill said about it. What'd she say? She said uh, one of them. He's fast, fast and, and she's weird. weird. Yeah. 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 Explain it to the captain at his level what he can understand. Um, <laughs> No, that's that's a great line too. Uh, what I was gonna say is there's a big there's a big um, controversy too of whether who's who's the better uh, Quicksilver, Peter or uh, you know Pietro Maximoff. Um, I actually like the MCU version better um, for everything other than the scene that he was filmed in. Like if they would have given uh, the Fox scene where you know he ru he runs around in in the the pushing the bullets around in the the one scene yeah. if he if they yeah. would have been able to film something like that in the mcu i think this one would have been better but character wise and personality wise actor and i like everything about the mcu one better which apparently i'm in the minority from what i've listened to uh over the last week 10 different I, podcasts. I think they had potential, but it was uh, it was one movie undone and they didn't give him that much screen time to establish his character. And then, you know, spoiler, they kill him off in the end. So there's not that yeah. much to go on. I, so uh, there's a lot of, there's yeah. a lot to do with that too, where I it's like a the Josh actor. Whedon what, thing. He, who, what was his, uh, Aaron... he was in uh, the, the superhero movie that with, uh, with Kick-Ass. Kick-Ass. Kick-Ass, yeah. 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 Actually, I believe both of them are in Kick-Ass, aren't they? Uh, the other, the other one is also in Kick-Ass too. The the Fox. Uh, oh, uh, both of them are. I think so. They're both in at least one movie because someone was talking about that to, uh, in one of the ones I watched, and I thought that was pretty funny. Oh wow, that's um, awesome. But uh, yeah, I actually liked him a lot better. Um, no, now I forgot my train of thought. It's that, Sorry, that I'm gonna, I'm gonna thousand year old. Uh... <laughs> yeah, right. The thousand. Go ahead. I'm gonna jump back because um, you know, moving on to kind of the next, the next act, I guess. The first act yeah. is the the trucker fight. The next act being the uh, the kind of party. Yeah, you know, well, as, it, as you. Yeah, it starts with uh, they they. Well, there's there's something we kind of skipped over too. Is is uh, sure the, sure go ahead. The, the twins in the field, right? The first thing we get is is um, uh, Pietro in the field. You know his his interactions with uh, Hawkeye. 
or Clint right. Barton. I don't know if they ever call him Hawkeye either, except for like passingly also. Um, the the you know he's like you didn't see that coming kind of thing, and then him hitting yeah. you know the. Uh, well, but that it's the working Tony that Stark. through the whole thing is awesome. Oh, they I really love it. The whole. I yeah. loved it. You, did, you didn't see that coming. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the be- uh, so we get um, Stark in the building. He he sees the scepter and he sees the Chitari um, skeleton and all that. And then uh, Wanda gets in his head and he sees the 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 dream. Yeah. Right. right. Which kind of sets up everything. You know, he he sees that the um, that all the rest of the Avengers are dead and Cap. Uh, and Chris Evans gives off his absolute uh, worst acting role or job ever in his. You you could have done yes. more. <laughs> it was horrible. Like it was a dream. It's like, yeah. Maybe maybe that and you know I, maybe that's it. Maybe that's how Tony sees him. Like you know he's so pathetic that that's <laughs> Some his plastic acting version of himself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it so, just kind of amplifies. I think I think Wanda has a huge role in this movie. I mean, she was her superpowers along with Pietra, they were both kind of harnessed the the power of the of the scepter, which is where yep. Ultron eventually comes from as well. But the fact the that Stone. the fact that Wanda has the opportunity to, you know, either do you know, kill Iron Man, I don't know if she can kill him, but but at least she can prevent him from getting the scepter, but she chooses. She's like, no, I've been in his mind. He's going to, he's going to sabotage this himself. And so she lets him take it. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't that's... know if this is where Bo is going to go, but there's, there was a lot of talk about the different, the different dreams and what, you know, is it their biggest fears? And I don't think they're all the biggest fears. I think each one is, is kind of a separate thing. Like, you this know, is what uh, this is one of the things that Joss Whedon really had to push with the studios. I think they wanted to cut back on the dream sequences, and he was really uh, yeah. Well, some people had issues one. with Thor's th- some of Thor's stuff, which I thought was like you know I understand it's not the best, but it also it's a huge setup for a lot of things. But you know sure. we get we get with Tony's that this is what drives the movie, and this is like you said this is uh, a huge um, Wanda uh, kind of movie. Like she really shows off, and this is almost like her origin story movie in a way. You know, um, it's her origin story along with, you know, the Avengers doing their thing and and playing back together. And then, you know, we get the they're all dead and stuff and it's his fault. So he you know, this is this is what eats at him at night is is he feels like he has to protect everybody. He has to be that that shield in front of everybody. And that's that's his his thing. And that's where, you know, it it that's his. I don't want to call it a top fear, but it's what eats because because if you look at the other ones, you know, we talk about Wanda gets in the head of uh, um, Scar- not Scar- uh, Johansson, uh, Black Widow and Captain yeah. America and Thor. And each one sees different things. And I don't think they're all their biggest fears like Captain America, you know, and they talk about this several times as he talks about he doesn't have a home. He doesn't he doesn't feel like he belongs anywhere. Right. And we get the payoff at the end. He's like, I am home. His is more about missing that. So it's I think his biggest thing, I think his biggest fear, I mean, and we get to this obviously in Endgame too, his biggest fear is losing Peggy. That's his biggest, his biggest thing is losing Peggy. And Peggy is in that dream and Peggy right. plays a key, a key role in that dream. And that's, and I think that is what ties into his biggest and, fear. Yeah. And, and I think even deeper than that, it ties into like a lot of the things that are in that dream. Like he's in this U.S. I, so, I guess it's like yeah. a USO the soldiers uh, canteen and but the thing is like like a flashbulb goes off and he flinches the bombs and yeah 
and and he sees like the one guy spilled wine on but it him. It looks like he got shot. And, and for like a second, he thinks. So I think, and and they kind of talk about like Ultron taunts him with this later. Like, what are you gonna do if there's not a war? And I think he worries about that. Like, yeah. I'm the world's most perfect soldier. Yeah. What else am I? Right. But or is this it? A lot of people took into these like these were their worst fears. Because then you got Maximoff, right? Where it doesn't really, it's not really a future thing like like Tony's was, but Caps was also a past. Hers is about the Red Room, right? And and what yeah. made her. Yeah. And hers is more about, I think it's more about the fear of like people finding out what what she is and what became of her and how how easily it was for her to become this assassin. And, and it's more about, you know finding out the true her in a sense. And, and so that's why I, I thought, you know, they're not all the biggest fears. Like Tony's was this, I, I'm not good enough to protect the world. It's, you know, but I thought it was cool that they were different kind of dreams. And then Thor's is more of a future and his is kind of like Tony, except for it's on a larger scale. Like, you know, he has Asgard to think of and protect and then the other nine realms. And I think that's where his is, is kind of based. What's that? Dread so am I, am I, okay. Go ahead. Yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna draw from, uh, from Black Widow's uh, story because, what's that Jennifer Lawrence movie where she's the? Uh, it almost seems like they, they that inspired. Oh. It was inspired from this, uh, from this dream sequence because she has like this ballet background. She's a Russian spy and, and, um, and. No, uh, I can't remember the name of it either. I know what you're talking about. I'll think of it. I'll look it up. Anyway, that, that's it. all I was going to throw out there. And that Julie yeah. Delpy had a little cameo, and she, I, I, she was in the Before Sunrise and series Red, of movies. Red Sparrow. Was Red, Red Sparrow. That's it. Yes, Sparrow, that's yeah. exactly it. Yeah, which is very similar yeah. to this Black Widow backstory. Uh, it, yeah, uh, or at least it has the ballet. So. Totally. Well, we also, you know, and, and I know we talked about it before in Peggy Carter series, you know, they show uh, another Black Widow assassin type thing that went through the Red Room kind of thing. Um, oh, God, I'm, I'm blanking on her name. Um, Dottie. Yeah, Dottie. So, you know. Dottie. Yeah, I thought that would, you know, it's kind of, it kind of shows that again. And, and people were speculating that that was actually going to set up the Black Widow movie which I think it does touch a little bit on, but not necessarily as deep because we do get another, uh, I mean, I, hopefully everybody's seen the, the, the trailers a million times, but we have her, I believe it's actually her, supposed to be her real sister. And I, and I uh, oh yeah, and I looked it up yeah. and Julie Delpy is not in Black Widow. So they, they yeah. threw her only into the, the dream sequence. Yeah. Unfortunately. So it'd be interesting to see what, I think they're going to play on that a little bit. Gotcha. Well, one so, thing about I... uh, Thor, Thor, <laughs> Hold on. Go ahead. <laughs> One thing about Thorstream. Um, well, before we go into another topic. Um, one thing about Thorstream is I think one of the reasons it may have been sort of weak is because they originally filmed a different one. Is oh. Originally, his dream had it had Loki in it. Oh. And like like they went as far like Tom Hiddleston had had filmed the whole sequence with them. And it was all about like his guilt about Loki being dead and all that. Because so, as far as he oh. knew at this time, Loki was dead. And, um, or no, wait. Yeah, yeah we've had Dark World, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, Dark World, he yeah. died at the end. Or so, at least we thought he, he, thinks he, he thinks he's dead, Please. but he figures out somebody, sometime right. between this. Because he goes into Ragnarok knowing that Loki is, uh, yeah. Not. Well, but, yeah, um, it's, that, well, he, he finds out. 
well, maybe, I don't know. I'm, I'm so bad with the timelines. You guys are much better at it than I am. But when he, when Loki pretends he's um, his Odin. father, he's Odin, is yeah. after this, right? Well, no, he yeah. actually, at the end of uh, Dark World, he is pretending to be Odin when, when Thor leaves. But Thor thinks he's yeah, dead at that he might... point. We don't yeah. see him until mm-hmm. he doesn't find well, out until he goes it's back. It's the opening of Ragnarok right. where it shows. But it but he also right. it That's also right. comes off that he he knew longer than because you know he it didn't just like all of a sudden dawn on him. It's like but he he definitely goes. But I can really but I could see this? why he, I could see why he didn't know at this point because they kind of suggest like the whole party that they're having is Thor's going away party. Because he's been on Earth a while, and he's like, no, I, he's like, well, now that you have think, the no. stone back, I have to go back to Asgard. Well, yeah, it's part that, like but stuck- I also think it's the end of Hydra. Because that was the last Hydra yeah. base. Right. So It's kind of a combination. It's yeah. also so it's- Tony Stark, and he just likes to throw a good party. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So why not? Um, so, but, the, but anyway, so I, Sorry. so I think with that's that Thor's dream might have been re- so weak because they might have had to like throw it together. At the you're right. Game. You're right. Okay, I'm sorry, Bob. No, Go no, ahead. No, 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 totally, totally fine. We're all we all have a million things we want to talk about. It's it's a oh, long movie, and, and there's a million. We're barely into it, even. We're that's scratching the, the surface. So I guess the question I had first of all is that um, the dreams. I thought most of the dreams came during. After they do, they do, we haven't got to that point. The, the, when they uh meet up, there was Paul. one, yeah, okay, gotcha. Tony gotcha. Stark Tony's was, the, is, Tony's was yeah. the early one, but we jumped right Journey, in from his, and then we jumped into all the other ones, okay. So yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm like, am I losing my mind? If I, yes, it's my, yes, you are. Am I already, is my drink, <laughs> my drink already hit me? Was that drink stronger than I thought it was? Was <laughs> that Ali Six Gin really doing me a number like that, right? Like, was it eight um, thousand years, right? Was it eight thousand <laughs> years exactly? Excelsior, <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> Um, nice. No, but so back to the party. There was one thing I wanted to talk about at the party that was like a good kind of comedy scene, and it's like I love these kinds of things that they do. It's Don it's, Cheadle. Well, Don Cheadle, of course. That's I mean, Don Cheadle's Don, awesome. He can do no wrong. I mean, put pick any Don Cheadle vehicle Green. as we call. Boom! You're I looking mean, for this? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait, that's the end. Yeah, but, dude, I love that so much. I know that's great. But when he says it again, the look on his face when all the other people laugh. That's right. He's like, like, oh, yeah. And he just yes. he puffs up. I'm like, oh, I love yeah. it. Don Cheadle is one of my favorites. I mean, he's great. And he's he's, great. his character in Boogie Nights, I think I said it before, is out of this world <laughs> phenomenal. His character in Boogie Nights is just the way that guy, every every four, every 10 years, every decade, he's like, oh, this is the new thing. So I'm going to like jump on top of it or whatever and all that kind of stuff. But he's, he's great in that. House of Lies, he's fantastic in House of Lies. <laughs> Ocean's but movies. Have you guys ever seen Out of Sight? Ocean's movies, yeah. Out of Sight, no, I haven't seen it. Great. Have you guys? Yeah, I've seen it. I love that movie, and it's it's like when he was. He, I, he seems so young. He's in, in that. that. Wait, I don't. I can't even place he's, him. That that was uh, that was uh, Jennifer Lopez and uh, and the guy from and oh, Brother Where jo- George Clooney. Name? George Clooney. Yeah. George Clooney. Yeah. yeah, George Clooney. But uh, no, he's okay. he's one of the that. he's. You didn't just say the guy he's, from Facts of Life, the, did you? He's one of the gangbangers no, in Yeah, he was in Facts of Life. That was his first thing he was yeah. in. Uh, yeah. Nice. Awesome. Noah's like, where so, the hell are so, we going yeah, he was... <laughs> yeah, okay, but what was, you, what was the part of the party that you wanted so, to talk about before party, I derailed you? So there's you. so many. So, yeah, there's two great things of the party. I think you're, I'm, I'm going to start with the more obscure one because I think there's 
there's one thing we're all going to agree is one of the best kind of like pulls from the whole thing. But the one that's the best is at the end when the fight starts and and the battle kind of starts or the start of the battle and they're starting the fight and Ultron shows up and um, Bruce Banner, not as Hulk, grabs Romanoff oh. and throws throws her over the bar and then he well, can't get over the bar himself and Romanoff has to reach up <laughs> and grab him and pull him the rest yes. of the way over the it's, bar. It's actually it's the like other way the around. <clears throat> It's the other way around. Right. She grabs him and that's, and that's takes him, said. and he gets. Oh, that's what no, I, I said. thought, yeah. I thought you said Banner. No, no, so she grabs Banner. him. She grabs well, him. She, he throws her, and then she goes over the bar first, and then reaches it up and pulls him over. Yeah, I I I, yeah. I agree with that, but I think it's her actually getting them out of the way. Like Banner is kind of like anyway, dead in the water, but yeah. Regardless, the fact don't that turn Hulk, green. Right, he's Hulk. He's like the most. Powerful yeah. thing, undestructible, indestructible, whatever. But he can't get and over a bar. He can't even get over the bar when he's not Hulk. Like it's yeah. just so. It's like typical science. Well, it's like when he tries stuff, to pick but... up the hammer and he does kind of that. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I thought that was funny. So, but that's and that's obviously. I mean, nobody's going to disagree that when the look, the look on Thor's face when oh, when cap, Steve cap. when Steve <laughs> grabs that hammer, it just moves that tiny little bit, just a teeny tiny little bit, and the look on Thor's face was like, oh. Yeah, no, that whole competition and that sets scene up the climax awesome. of Endgame too. I knew it. That, <laughs> that whole you know, hammer well, scene the thing is, is perfect. Yeah. yeah, I mean, because you can't. I mean, that was de- up until Endgame. That was debated endlessly. Like, <laughs> yes, it's like, how can you be just a a fraction of an inch worthy? You're either worthy or you're not. Yeah. And he moved it that fraction of an yeah. inch, but it's. I mean, you can tell, yeah. like, because uh, are you even trying? Because you know, they're all joking about it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> represent, all, okay. represent. That's Tony, right. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, Tony makes Tony makes that joke. It's like, so I get to be a Lord, in charge of Asgard yeah. if, if I if I lift it, and Thor's like, well, of course. And I think that was probably what had like Steve wasn't expecting to move it, and when it moved, he's like, uh, I don't want to well, do this. I'll yeah. just so pretend every, I can't lift it. Ha, every ha, character. Yeah. So every one of the Avengers has a perfect moment in that. Well, right? Black, Widow. Yes. Black Widow. Black Widow. Black Widow is one of the best. Yeah. Like that's I, a question I don't need to answer. But she, well, okay. now, now she's got a comic book, right, where she actually does wield the the. Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, I'm gonna have to find I think that. it was like it was pro, it was it was recent. It was more like 2012 or something. But there is a so so they I'll just check that out. Yeah. Well, yeah. I know Jane Foster becomes Thor, and that's what we're going to get yes. in the next movie. Yeah. That is but true. okay, so let's wait. Yeah, so that let's comic start off. Is fantastic. Barton is the first to get up, right? right. And there's the jokes that go oh, in, right? Yeah. We're not we're not can gonna I just hit say hold one thing you. about Barton. Go ahead. What's he doing with the drumsticks? Twirling them. The Pretty good. He, he looks has, like he, he knows like what he's doing. Twirling them. That's right. Yes, but there's he's not with a band. No, you don't know there's that. So that's I the mean, thing. That's the thing. Did he just bring the drumsticks to spin around and look cool? Well, you don't know that about He is a musician. He has so much. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. But, but, but there's still. so much you don't know about Barton. I mean, and it becomes very clear <laughs> yeah, in this movie. It's true. There is yeah. so much you don't know about Barton. He's the I, ultimate I know. spy. I know. Right. I know. But I'm so just got like. a girlfriend. He doesn't have a girlfriend. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Just I love the that the, the whole time. I don't have a girlfriend. I got a yeah, wife. I got a girlfriend. It's just like. And kids. So, yeah. Yeah. Those are well, just smaller you know agents. What? Yeah. We get to that, but. Okay. So I love like he gets up there and they're all cracking jokes like, "Hey, we know you had a tough week. If you can't get it up, kind of thing." Yeah. And that's that's pretty <laughs> yep, funny. Yep. Um, 
I love, and then the next part, you know, you got uh, Tony gets up there, and this is where I have an issue. Okay, if you're just holding the gauntlet from the the thing, your strength well, is not any stronger, right? Okay, I, I have a, yes. I had a problem. That's my my MCU science is like not adding up, but it also added to the best part of the. Don Cheadle, once again, when they're both pulling yeah. on it, and he's like, are you even pulling? And Don Cheadle goes, represent. I was, I lose it every time because it's just so funny. Yeah. Love it. Right? And then we got, yeah, then we get uh, Banner and his, like, almost going Hulk on everybody. And, right. and he the look it's on a great it. joke, but everyone just, yeah. like, uh, rolling well, their it, eyes. Natasha, Natasha just goes, oh, damn. You geek. Yeah. Right? Um, <laughs> I, I love Maria Hill in the background in all of these. Like, she just... She mm-hmm. she doesn't get yeah. any words, but if you just watch her face in some of this, it's just awesome. I love how they also are like, like just... yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? Uh, so good. And then you know you get the captain that almost lifts it, and then and then Romanoff like, yeah, I don't need to answer that. But what this scene sets up later is the proof that Vision is the shit, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> when he goes, well, that's he goes, the hammer. He goes, we need to get going. He just hands the hammer to him, and he's like. All right, I'm with this guy. And I was like, son of a bitch. It's, I mean, but then, and also up. later on, and also later in the later battle when he when he gets it back to us. Oh, right. Balanced, it's like, well, it has to be for the follow through. <laughs> they're like, they're like talking about the hammer, like, yeah, you know, like, like oh, professional that. baseball players. Like, no, you need to use like a 36 ounce, 34 inch long bat. Like, that's what you really have to do. Like, and that well, kind of that, thing. They're talking about like very technically. That's a great scene, though, too, because he's like, like, Ultron's choking him, and he's like, and I'll go on forever, and I'm running out of words for this. <laughs> and then Vision punch. I was like, that's fucking good. That was some good stuff. But yeah, I love that that whole party scene, and that's actually one of my favorite battle scenes in this movie, yeah. too, is one, once uh, Ultron comes out. Now, another thing that, um, listening to the other podcast I listen to, a lot of people are, are really blaming Tony for um, bringing up Ultron, like, because he basically is saying he created Ultron. And I have a problem with this because... I have, I have a note on that. <laughs> because he didn't really create him in a way. He was trying to use him, but the 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 software, right, was already in the stone. They're, they're just trying to figure out how to break it loose and do something with it. And it kind of gets broken loose. So he didn't really create Ultron. He kind of freed him. Yeah, but it didn't is... he read any mm-hmm. Philip K. Dick books and know that he started <laughs> no. messing with this sort of stuff? That He's Tony Stark. He doesn't fucking read anybody <laughs> else's shit. He don't care. He's the best there is. That's that's the problem with him. It's yeah. And here's the thing. I, 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 wrote, I actually wrote down, I'm like, why does Tony get all this shit for Ultron? Bruce was right there. Right. I mean, they actually have the debate. And, he, and Bruce is like, what are you going to do with this? He's like, I don't want to have the... Are we went to are we meant to meddle medley? Yeah. And yeah. Bruce is like, all right, fine, whatever you want to do. Well, well maybe and, he, Bruce, and he's like helping him out. I wonder if Bruce is like, and, well, and then I, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, anyway, so then when Ultron breaks loose, and everybody's like, Tony, you did this, and Bruce yeah. is like, Yeah, Tony, you right. did this. <laughs> it's like, so maybe Bruce doesn't like to speak up because he knows what he did with his own you know, research. He created the Hulk, and he no, yeah, we, and he we just know like, exact. But he he's he's we know he's, what it is. He let he let he let Tony take the fall without saying, "Well, I." Because well, he rolls over there. and shows his belly anytime there's conflict when he's there. He's he's, he's yeah. like the he's like the little Toady who's like, who's like he's who like toast. eggs. Yeah, he's like 
He's like egging Tony on until Tony gets in trouble, and then it's like, well, I told him not to do it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love the fact that when it does come up again, he's like, well, you know, you had a part in this. He's like, yeah, until we figured out we made a murder bot, you know, and so it's kind of funny. But yeah, I, I, don't, I don't agree with the fact that Tony made Ultron. He was trying to figure out what was going on with the, the AI in the, the stone. They didn't know it was a stone at the time and kind of had a hand in releasing it, but I don't think he made it, which doesn't fit with the comics. And, and um, up until recently, I kind of was like, oh yeah, they should really be following the comics. And then I started thinking about, you know what? Comics are rewritten all the time. New, new issues are, oh, yeah. are, new timelines are set. This is its own timeline. So if it doesn't follow the comics exactly, Fuck it, that's good. That just yeah, means it's I, a I new story. Fine. But I, I gotta say, Agreed. I now, think Tony well, you know, does. Ant-Man. I think he does have something to. Yeah. I think he takes a lot of blame, be, and he even owns it after the fact. You know when he starts. Oh, he tries. He tries he starts, not to own in it. He does though. He he he's like he starts. Tony's the biggest it. dick in this movie. I can't. I you know. I, I he's think, not my favorite character, but he I is think a he defends, fucking dick in this. I think he defends Ultron's creation, saying we're. Thor should have punched him instead of just choked him. That's he fine. He should have punched him fine. in the nose. I I think Tony had it coming, but at the same time, I think Tony. I I don't think. I think he was responsible. Tony thinks he's for doing Ultron. the right thing. Yeah, I think he. I think but he, he thinks does. He's doing the right and thing. And when when Ultron is created, he still owns it and. I don't think he tried. But to here's the it problem up. with him. With Tony is, is yeah, he believes he's doing the right thing, and I have no problem with that. I actually agree with that. But there's got to be checks and balances, and you have a team. You fucking check with your team, right? You, but you Tony's go, hey. not that guy. Tony. I know not, that's why Tony's, Tony's not, a dick. No, just because you're <laughs> yes. not. Just because you're not Steve Rogers. Just because hey, you're okay, not a military so, oh, guy. Here we go. Just because <laughs> you're not that guy that's a checks and balances well, guy. Well, Noah's not he's complaining wait, wait, about the dick. movie. He's saying that this is part of his character. It's a dickish part of his character, and that's yeah. that's what makes and him. And it up. He's a narcissist. I mean, yeah. Tony is a narcissist. Absolutely. But that's what 100%. I mean, Bo. If you if you just drew up a building and said, "No, nah, it's fucking good. Let it go," and nobody checked it, and shit went wrong, right? It's all on you. Well, that's fucking Tony. All this is on right. him because he he thinks he knows you don't, more you than don't, You don't think I've had to go through that? You don't think <laughs> that's happened to me? Where I've had to be like, Bo, this is your project. It's all on you. And I'll be like, all right, fine. It's all on me. And I get done. And it's not the best thing that it could have be. But I, it's all on me. I take but that. Th- but that's what I mean is if he would have just checked with people, it would you, I, I, you can be the biggest mind in the room and still learn something if you ask the dumbest guy in the room something. Well, he, knew, sure what the an- he knew what the answer would be if he checked. So he wanted to yeah. avoid that. And that's what makes him a dick. Because yeah. he knew. He knew they would yeah. say, hey, but this isn't right. He knew He knew if he went to Steve Rogers and said, I'm going to do this. What do you think? Steve Rogers would have been like, no fucking way. See, no, <laughs> and, I don't agree and, with that. And I think Tony's Steve like, would... Steve would have said no way. He said no, no, it no. after the fact. Why wouldn't he have said it before the he, fact? He said it He said it in Avengers. It's like, he's like, you should have left that on the bottom of the ocean. He does. He wants nothing to do with it. Steve, Steve might have said something different. He might have said, "You know what? I agree with you. We need to protect it. Let's find the right way to do it." That's what he would have done. Uh, That's well, but that, but no, 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 because he said in this movie, he said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna butcher the line," but he basically said, "You know, we're gonna the, do it the, together." No, 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 no. He said that's he what said he said. Something along the lines of <laughs> trying to trying to prevent war causes oh, most right. deaths or something like that. No, try and yeah. Tony, trying Tony, to end war before it started always ends yeah. up in casualties. And Tony thinks he can end the war before it even starts, and right, that's but, what he wants to do. He wants to have no war. Yeah, and that's Steve true. Steve doesn't support that. 
Steve absolutely <laughs> does not support because he doesn't know what to do. He doesn't have a war. <laughs> but he also okay. said it's... we'll do it together. Together. He wants I mean, to be like this. And this and this we'll do it together on Discord. Part, you know? But but part of doing it, but part of doing it together is disagreement. Look at us. Here we are. We're right. doing this together, right? <laughs> and we're disagreeing. So we're doing it together, but we're disagreeing. But Steve wants to be one of the science bros. Really, or he does. <laughs> well, no. but he, well. Here's the thing: is so. if if you're right, if he wouldn't have checked, if he did check, it wouldn't have happened, and then we wouldn't have had a movie. So I mean, we're we're there. And, here we are. Here we are. Yes. And I mean. So enter Ultron. I, in a way, it kind of it kind of right. sets up it set, kind of sets up civil war. Like Tony has everything he's done is like it's worked out okay so far. Now. That's true. And then suddenly it's like this is the thing that doesn't work out okay. Well, I mean, we talked about Iron, well, Iron Man. It, we talked about Iron Man three quite a bit, and that was where he kind of had his own personal reckoning. So I don't know if it's all worked out for him. I I think he's still dealing with demons. He's trying to deal yeah. with what to do about that uh, rip in the universe when all the aliens come down, and how do you prevent, right. uh, you, you know, the whole universe from being imploded? Right. Let's create some AI that can stop it, and it right. backfires because because of the ghost well, of Philip K. Dick that says, "Hey, you mess with well, AI, you're gonna get." Yeah, <laughs> and, get I mean, and I mean that's an on it. that's. Yeah. I mean that's an ongoing. In the comics, for sure, it's like uh, Tony Stark, Reed Richards, and Hank Pym. Between the three of them, they've created more threats than. <laughs> That's right. Well, in the Dr. comics, Doom didn't Pym create you know, uh, Ultron? Yeah. Yeah, in the Age of Ultron, it was Pym, but they wanted to save him for Ant Man. Well, there's also <laughs> the, Ultron is like it, he's a long running like this is a start to finish like a, a first set of Ultron where he he grows in in the movie, but. In the in the comics, it's it's much bigger. It goes on for time and time. And I guess in the sure. end, and I, I haven't read it, but apparently at some point, Ultron and Pym get combined into one being, and they're like internally fighting all the time. Oh my <laughs> it's god! Like, oh really? Oh, there's wow. some crazy shit, dude. The the shit I heard. There's there's some people out there that were just like ragging on how bad it is and how bad Pym is, and <laughs> the original Ant Man and what a fucking shit show that guy is. And it's like, oh, yeah. man, it's crazy. So. It's and right. here's the thing, because so, Marvel's because Marvel's been publishing for so long, and I mean, there's just some things like I've I've had this discussion with people who don't read the comics, and it's like you have to understand, it's like eventually everybody's died and come back a couple <laughs> of times. Yep. And they're all re they've all dated each other. Like we were saying, oh, uh, in the comics. I, Oh, in yeah. the comics. Oh, yeah. Oh, you you oh, have yeah. to. I mean, you have to. You have to do something. That, and, like... and and they're all related to each other. I mean, like, <laughs> the Maximovs, their father's Magneto in the comics. Yeah. And oh, they wow. also get it on in the Ultimates. I learned that. Yeah. I was well, like, what? Yeah. I don't, I don't want to go there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but I... it, it's crazy. Like, you know, like uh, somebody, I, I read that... Um, the the new the latest iteration of Captain America, not Steve Rogers, but I forget who it is, is dating um, female Thor right now in the comics. <laughs> is it isn't that Winter Soldier, or is it Hawk or is it Falcon? No, no, no. It's it's a it's a black guy. I, I Falcon. I, I might might be. I don't think it's Sam Wilson. I might be wrong. I I I'm way behind <clears throat> on comics. Yeah. 
But, so where are we yeah. with the movie? Anyway. We, we, Sorry, we let's, so, let's get back to the movie. We're, we're, we're just at the party. We're, we're at the party. No, so Ultron, Ultron is okay. about to walk in. Have we gotten there yet? Yeah. Yes. No, Ultron is not. Yes. Well, Ultron is it's kind of walked in. We're kind of right at that point. So yeah. so enter James Spader. So do we have to talk about James right. Spader? I think you do because I think he's one of the biggest draws of this movie. He his voice acting in this is is phenomenal, and I think across the board everybody agrees that he nails this a hundred percent. Really? You th- yeah. Okay, yes. I I agree, but I thought there were some more. Con- some people really didn't. Oh didn't no, hear. I I didn't hear I didn't hear anybody Good. complain about Ultron's voice and and James. He he's probably the one solid. 100% in this movie. I was watching people. some yeah. behind the scenes footage and it talked and James Spader said something about getting Robert Downey Jr. and me in the room together and watch out what happens. And and I, so I thought, <laughs> okay, let's look back on their history. They did Less Than Zero together. They did a movie called yeah. Tough Turf. But this and this, I thought about this. They also uh, were represented in a podcast we did, Ready Player Two. Because remember Ready Player Two? Oh, right, yeah. Sorry, Nina and Bo, if you haven't read it. They, they okay. go back to Pretty in Pink. Cause James I can't Spader read, was, so that's okay. James Spader was in Pretty in Pink. He was not a great character. But in, yes. in Ready Player Two, they they, mm-hmm. they explore the character of Ducky, and Ducky should have been played by yeah. a different actor. And I guess it was originally... Robbie Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. And so they have to replay uh, oh, Pretty in Pink would have been in so Ready good. Player Two with Robert Downey Jr. and James Spader. So... So there's yeah. another yeah. there's another and homage to the two of them, even though it didn't actually happen. It happened in yeah. the previous podcast. So there you go. Don't they also have? <laughs> don't they both also have outside of the movie? Don't the, I mean? Not that this matters for anything, but don't they also have kind of a a dark past kind of a thing? Too? Well, they were both in Lesson Zero. If that was any representation of right. of of the type yeah. of hit their own past, then then yeah. And we know Robert Robert Downey Jr. Obviously, I mean, has his things, but I thought James Spader did too, outside of like you know in real life kind of a thing. I don't know. So anyway, no, I thought I thought he was fantastic. I'm a big James Spader fan. I haven't seen Blacklist. He's the star of Blacklist, right? I watched a couple seasons of that. He's good in that. Uh, I remember when Sex Lies and Videotape came out, and oh my god, that was that was the Secretary, the movie, the Secretary. He's like really, he's really good in that movie. Yeah. So, (laughs) so one of the cool. Cool First of all, I... kids, no, it's definitely that's a, that's an R plus. That's like borderline <laughs> T seventeen. <laughs> yes, that is that is adults only. <laughs> yeah. So one of the cool things about uh, him doing the voice and stuff like that was he was gonna he he wanted to make sure that he was also on um, on screen like he 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 came in and did the the motion acting capture because, yeah yeah right. And so oh, he did the motion capture too. Yes, yeah, absolutely. So apparently he's standing there with these like poles coming off his back. They, they had these red balls up at the top, you know, like nine feet tall or whatever. And apparently in one of the, the scenes where he's talking to the Maximoffs, Elizabeth uh, Olsen couldn't, couldn't look up at the ball. She kept looking at his eyes when he's talking. Cause he was just mesmerizing <laughs> her with his, his acting skills. And, um, uh, the guy playing uh, Petro kept yelling at her, Elizabeth, look at his balls. Look at his balls. <laughs> and so apparently it was this huge thing, uh, which to me just cracked me up. I was like, that's so fucking funny. But um, the motion capture also, one of the things that, you know, we got in this is uh, the guy who plays Claw. Um, I'm trying to, I can't think well, of Well, yeah, his he, name was, he was. He's uh, Golem. Well, he was. And, and, and King Kong. And, and, and the Planet of the Apes guy. Yeah. 
right? So apparently, oh god, I can't find his name in here. So Darius, was it Circus? Circus, yeah. Circus, Andy Circus, yeah. Andy Circus. So he apparently is like the top guy. Oh, he's for the guy. Motion capture. Oh, yeah. Like, yes. When you're doing, so when you're doing motion, he is absolutely after the Lord guy. of the Rings. That was that was his thing. So they brought him in essentially to be claw and and kind of help with the motion capture. And I thought that was so cool. And, they and he nails. <laughs> He nails that claw character too, which you yeah, know for sure. is is one of our first feeders for um, Black Panther and Wakanda, right? You know, yes. this, this right. we're talking about feeders into other movies. Well, there's that one. There's that, but then also when they talk, when they start going through the files, and they're like, "What? Wait, uh, uh, like <laughs> Bruce Banner can't Wakanda? pronounce what? What? Can't, what? What? Naka, he yeah. can't pronounce Wakanda." <laughs> And like in hindsight, you're like, it's Wakanda. Come on. How hard is <laughs> well, okay, but here's my other thing is is like they act like it's this this tiny little hidden hidden country, but when they have the big um uh meeting with all the uh Sokovio uh things and the, his father gets killed, they act like he's a big deal hey, there. We're so not there kinda... yet. Okay, we're not there yet. No, ahead. but I just was yeah. like, why are they why are they treating it like beep, such a like beep. like? <laughs> no, but I mean, why are they treating Wakanda like it's not, like this unknown place? Like, because nobody Bruce, knows it except I, like. I think there's like I think a they, handful of people that know it. So right? they're gonna treat they're gonna treat the king of Wakanda like they do Eddie Murphy when he's coming to America. They're gonna put him in a Maybe. Burger King. <laughs> Hi. Well, I think I think they know. Well, I mean, probably get, we'll get it more into this when we get to Black Panther. But yeah, I think I mean they all know. <laughs> Spoiler: It's a damn because they mentioned this. Out. It's like it's like yeah, vibranium. The only place there's vibranium is Wakanda. Right. So well, not everybody so knows about have, vibranium. Right. I'll give them that's that. That's what Ultron like, is after. Yeah, yeah. but. But so, it's still so that, not a small little country. Like, it's not just like, oh, we're just these poor farmers. I mean, it, it, anyways, yeah. we'll get to that when we get to, to, yeah. to Black Panther. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. But I, I, I think, yeah, so I think it has that cachet. Like, because everybody wants vibranium. It seemed to be under the impression there isn't it. There, there isn't much. Like, Cap Shield is like 90% of the vibranium well, that, that exists that on the That was the end Earth. of it, right. They thought that was the end of the vibranium. That was yeah. the thought. But apparently not. And yeah. then, uh, in yeah, no, Ultron gets a whole shitload of it from that from the the ship that you know he he gives uh, Claw yeah. six billion dollars or whatever or whatever he gives him. Yeah, yeah, he gives him all that money. So, so when they get into that, I mean, it takes his arm so in the process. When, yeah. Right. So when when yeah. the when cuttlefish, Star cuttlefish, right? The cuttlefish. <laughs> when starts when when they're talking about. When they're talking to remind me, and and I have this in my notes, and I can't remember when it happened. Um, when they're talking about uh, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, when they're talking about the when they found their hate for Stark or whatever, right? Oh when they yeah, found that's their hate for Stark. Yeah. Was that before this? Yes, that's in his meeting with. Uh, yeah. So right after the party, they they cut to a scene in Wakanda or not Wakanda, um, Savok. <laughs> Where the hell right. is it? Sokovia. Sokovia. Right. Um, That's where, where their parents were killed, right? Yeah. Which is okay. This yeah, is this is my. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, so yeah, I mean, the whole thing about the the Sokovia getting bombed and their parents die and, and they right, spend and two that. days and they staring see, at right. a bomb with well, Stark's name on it. Yeah. The thing and, is, and I mean, so Maria Hill you... has has that. Maria Hill has that great line. She's like, 
Wachovia isn't really anywhere, but it's on the way to everywhere interesting. Yeah. So, but ah. let me ask you this. Do you yeah. think, do you think that, I mean, that's the thing. They're blaming Stark for the black market sales, but do you think that Stark sold that to whoever bombed them? Or do you think it was Jeff Bridges' character? So because here's remember, Jeff Bridges' character was so involved with the black market dealings. And I think Stark, there's a very so good chance he has nothing to do with it. It doesn't matter. It. Stark's name is yeah. yeah. Here's the thing is, yeah, yeah. I, we don't know who bombed him, what bombed well, him, whatever. But all they saw was Stark. It'd be like, okay, say say you get really, really sick for like six or seven days and you stare across the room at a Hershey bars the whole time. Like yeah. you got sick off a of chocolate and you're staring right. at a church, Hershey bar. You're going to hate Hershey for the rest of your life. They play, well, let me ask you this, they play the same if thing. You get, go ahead. If you, get shot with, if you get shot with a gun and you're laying uh -huh. there dying and the person who shoots you, like in The Godfather, drops the gun there and the gun says Smith & Wesson on the side, are you pissed at the guy that shot you or the guy that made the gun? But the, They but never the saw who that, shot him. Yeah, they never saw and who were, shot and him. And they were so 10 years old. That's all they have to see, yeah. Well, that's also true. They, they, they were 10 kids. years old. Also so true. That, I mean, also true. Yeah. So that I, I I liked their backstory in that and 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 to me it was believable and it was one of those things is like yeah as a ten year old that's all you see is Stark and you're like Stark's gonna kill us and then as they grow up they find out what Stark is and and you know regardless of he he's never touched one of those bombs that came in he never was part of the yeah. sales team he never was part of the fire team he, <laughs> he is the one that put his name on it yeah. which is a dick move to begin with like. I work in a, an industry where we make smart bombs. You don't see our fucking names on them. We we sell them the shit, but we don't put our names on it. You know, it, it, it might it be happened, on, it, it might happened, be on the inside. It happens again to Tony in uh, Civil War when the uh, mother comes, after, right? You know, and and hits him with. She the blames same him for Sokovia. She, yeah, um, yeah. And and you know, one of my criticisms with the movie we're talking about now is that I I don't think it it was paced out well. I think I think it was. That's really, a big criticism from a lot of people. It was really condensed. This is almost something that could have been a Netflix yeah. series and gone 10 episodes and really explored this hmm. a little bit more. Uh, but the fact that they had to condense it, you didn't get the impact of that story like you did in Civil War, which seemed a little bit more resonant. Um, and so... And... So, well, so and it you, doesn't pay off too because they forgive it really watch, quickly. You have to watch it three or four times to pick up all this stuff. And that's, and yeah. that's, that's tough. Absolutely. You're right, 100% that you, you can't pick up everything on one watching. I mean, I'm still learning stuff, and I'm on my eighth or ninth watch of this. You know, it's not going to become Ragnarok. I'm not going to hit 100 watches, but, I mean, I will yeah. watch it again. And where you I, – I mean, I really enjoyed the story, and I but I – but I think it would have benefited from a longer forum, you know, you know, to be extended yeah. out in, I don't know about a four hour movie. Or two maybe. movies, like split it, yeah. maybe two movies. And I don't know, well, I, but you can't get I think away what with it was, that. It, it's hard to, it's hard to do in the, in. Here's the what it is. But, it's, it's one movie with about six or seven cutscenes for future stuff. Yeah, and those right. cutscenes are like five, 10 minutes each. So that adds into where we got like an hour and a half right. movie and then an hour of extra shit that, dilutes the movie but adds to the further mcu universe right yeah, yeah. so and i, mean, I, and I, they, I think right. a lot of people complain about that I, so. I think they 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 definitely could have edited it down there was there there's a lot going on <laughs> oh they that, did edit it down I they think pulled they, about they edited 40 minutes well, out of it i, I think it felt, <laughs> it felt, it felt down. that's yeah. true 
It felt too edited, like like it needed more yeah. more room. It to has breathe. too many. It it does have too many thing, too many you know pokers in the fire kind of thing. Too many soups right. in the spoon uh, to really so, get it. I I mean I I think it's a problem with the Avengers, and I mean just the Avengers movies in general. Um, is try it's always like a existential world ending threat and it just it gets to be so much so fast and then and they got to top it for the next when they, movie when they can <laughs> right yeah and well, then they got to so top and it and i think if they could narrow the focus down it would it would be a more involving story well that's where there's Ant-Man too many there's too many alphas they, they chose yes, some exactly. too many alphas yeah yeah, yeah. You're, there's you're too right. many alphas yeah. in the avengers movies there's everybody's an alpha Mm-hmm. And everybody has yeah, to have their time. Yeah. Everybody's an alpha. Everybody needs their screen time. Every, I mean, maybe not from a contractual perspective, but they want to give everybody their screen time from different perspectives. So, I mean, it's just, there's just too many alphas. And that's how time. Avengers, the original one succeeded so well is because it was able to balance that in such a, in such yeah, a. Yeah, but it didn't way. have an extra, it didn't have an extra, um, origin stories of the Romanoffs. It did, or not the Romanoffs. Right. Yeah. They, they really tried to pack more into this yeah. one and it, it shows so, how that can really yeah. damage, yeah. damage yeah. the final. So we, no. so we got to, we get to the, the, the Maximoffs uh, meeting Ultron, right. And him giving them ultimate, like, Hey, I want to take out Stark. And they're like, fuck yeah, let's take out Stark. Right. Yeah. And then it leads to like, Oh, um, Oh, that they, they killed Strucker real quick. And the, the Avengers figure that out. And they're like, Oh shit. He's going after vibranium. Let's figure out where this is. And this is where we get to where we were talking about a little bit earlier with Claw, right? This is another uh, pretty cool, you know, fight scene that leads into another just phenomenal fight scene, right? Yes, exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> um, yes. But it starts off with with Claw and, and talking to, first off, the the Maximoffs, right? I, lo- I love the fact that he goes to shoot and then all of a sudden his gun's on the, the table with the bullets already, like, lined up and stuff like that. Yeah. And then she comes yeah. in. He has, this is one of the best, like, little monologues, too, where he's talking about, like, y- you know, yeah, you're new to this, you know, interrogation shit. It's like, you're not going to scare me unless you put a cuttlefish in my head. And he goes on telling the story of the cuttlefish, which is hilarious. <laughs> it, you know, it, he does it so well. Um, then we get Ultron that comes in. And, Have you guys looked up what a cuttlefish is, by the way? Uh, I kind of know from his description. I don't know if that's actually the what the cuttlefish is ta- what it is, but I know the description he's talking about. It's the uh, wasn't it in uh, Finding Nemo? Don't they have With the bulb? yeah the little bulb? Yeah, yeah it's pretty. <laughs> that's horrific. what I, that's what I was picturing is was Finding Nemo. You know the the, yeah. the scene from there. Um, but yeah, they get into it, and then you know the Avengers show up, and then that's where they get the whole. And this is where I disagree. Like, I don't know why Ultron would have such a, uh, a hard on for for Tony Stark in this. Like, he didn't really create him, and this is where I have an issue with it. Like, but he's like, he's got this big issue with Tony Stark. Like, you know, I'm better than you know. It's just a lot of stuff, and this is where it really starts off, and that's how Claw loses his hand or his arm at the elbow. You know, saying another that, oh, nod Tony to Empire Stark. Strikes Back, yeah. <laughs> Correct. Uh, uh, yeah, hundred percent. And then, uh, so yeah, I was, you know, it leads to the fight, and this is where we got the the dream sequences too. Is is while they're fighting, um, Scarlet, uh, Wanda gets in the heads of Captain America, Thor, and uh, <laughs> the cuttlefish. Uh, and um, <laughs> Look at that thing. that's pretty terrifying. And uh, and Black Widow <laughs> just. 
just threw up a, an image of of a cuttlefish, a cuttlefish. On, on our video <laughs> screen. So we got to sh share. In so <laughs> this is this is I love the fight scene in this for some of the little parts, like like Quicksilver trying to grab Thor's hammer as it's flying through the air and yes. getting whipped back the other way. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I love that. Uh, I love uh, Barton sticking. Uh, uh, Maximoff the right in the head. Yeah, it's like I played that yeah. mind game shit. I'm not. Uh, I'm not one for it. Yeah. I love that. I was. Yeah. I was awesome. Um, and I love the beginning where Thor goes, "Hey, there's someone trying to do this mind game shit, but you know, watch out. She couldn't get me because I'm too, you know, magnificent." Yeah. <laughs> you, all of a sudden, you mortals, walks, you mortals might not yeah. be able to handle. Yeah, it. he walks right into Asgard. I was like, ah, oh, yeah. that's too good. <laughs> yeah, you know, it really do that really well. And so, um, but the best part of this is after all the fight, you know, Tony's talking to Ultron and we get the idea that he can jump bodies, but we find out that she got a hold of uh, Banner and set the Hulk free. Now, the first time, first couple times I watched this, I, I didn't really pick up on it as much, but I watched very detailedly the last time I watched it. When Hulk is going fucking apeshit, if you watch his facial expressions while he's doing this, the the mannerism the just the look on his face is like he's fucking scared and to see the hulk scared there's like they did such a good job with the the animation or, or well, special on. effects on his face let, let me throw something out there because th this was the first movie where they were able to combine the mo motion capture with the facial capture mm -hmm. so that was mark ruffalo actually acting in real time yeah with the ability uh, to, to do okay. mo -cap, mo motion capture at the same time. And he said that really helped with his, with his ability oh my God. to, to, to get, get emotions across. So. so the last time I watched this thinking about that, I was like, I felt so bad for Hulk. <laughs> like, I literally did. I was like, oh my he's God. He's just this demon, yeah. Yeah, something's just going, and he's just, he's scared and he's fucking frightening. And what he's doing is he's lashing yeah. out because of it. And watching it, and the look on his face is like, oh, damn. And then the fight scene between, you know, Tony and him, where Veronica. Tony brings in Veronica, <laughs> which, you know, a lot of people picked up is, the, you know, Betty is his his love interest in, in the Hulk and in, in the comics right. and stuff like that. And Veronica in the um, Archie comics, uh, Betty and Veronica are the polar opposites. So Veronica mm -hmm. is the polar opposite of Betty, and they use that to come in and and it's not just it's not just the Hulkbuster uh, armor that Tony wears. It's it's a whole system that's designed to to eliminate or not eliminate but capture or, or you know neutralize the Hulk. And I thought it was Which great. Doesn't work, of course. No. Uh, it doesn't work exactly, but I mean, in the end, it does. But it's it's a such a brutal fight, and so I mean, there's yeah. there's some great comedy in it too. You know, Banner jumps on his back, and he's like, "Oh, dick move, Banner!" You know, yeah. and then the best one is oh, when he's punching him in the face. He's like, "Go to sleep, go to sleep, go, go to sleep, go to sleep." Yeah, and then it tops off even better <laughs> after they get big fight, and he turns around and spits a tooth off and tooth out, and he's like, "I'm sorry." <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing I can't. Here's the thing I could never figure out about Hulk, right? Obviously, Hulk can't be like killed in the traditional way that you would mm -hmm. kill somebody or whatever. But what's preventing? I don't know. What's preventing something? Whether it's you know the new. Which first of all, I love. I love the suit that Tony has. You know, the Hulkbuster suit or whatever you want to mm -hmm. call it. You know, I, I love. That's the. Of in my opinion, that is the best looking. Iron Man oh, suit. It's, uh, it's Iron ice. Man. Yeah, it's it's the it's, absolute best Iron gorgeous. Man suit of all the Iron Man suits. But 
what's stopping, I don't know, flying them into outer space? Well, right? you could, but I think apparently they've put him in space and he doesn't die from lack of oxygen. Right, um, but he's also I, not able to get back into the atmosphere like on his right. own. So you could just like yeah. fly him out there and like. Just, well, like, I don't. I don't know if Tony. We need, a, get... we need a Hulk break. Like... Yeah, I don't know if he can get him into space. <laughs> so the interesting thing is like, well, why doesn't Tony just use the Hulkbuster armor all the time? So it takes nine of the arc reactors to run that armor. Oh, so wow. his regular armor runs off wow. of one arc reactor. The the Hulkbuster yeah. takes nine. If you look on it, you see it. It's like one on each elbow, one on the knees. Yeah. It's like shoulders, and I mean, but it's well, and you can also see it runs out of power too. I mean, there's times when they kind of like oh, it gets beat to hell. Like, yeah, I mean, exactly. They designed it distinctly to to handle Hulk, and it barely makes it. Like yeah. it's so they also did the nod to the first Avengers where Hulk punches Thor. You know, uh, yeah. And then, yeah, so Hulk, Hulk just kind of stands there and gets the fucking knock from the side. I, I love that. Yeah. But, you know, it's always that throwback. But that was, it was a great fight, uh, really entertaining, um, you know, great special effects. I think they, I don't know if they spent more time on the CGI on this fight than they did in the opening or what it was. But other than the opening, I think all the CGI worked for the most part. And I, yeah. I thought that was good. I agree, totally. I think right. it worked too. So then we, you know, well, we get that whole thing with, you know, vibranium and then he escapes and then, you know, we get the guys in the, and this is where they, uh, they flying back, um, in their bandaged up, oh, we got our ass whooped, uh, section, t uh, and they land at, um, they Barton's go to his house, right? Yeah. Barton's farm. Safe house. <laughs> yeah. The safe yeah. house. Such a good scene. Such um, a great scene. I, I actually that was, really, that was really like this. another scene that Joss Wheaton had to fight for. He fight for he yeah. fought for, yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Yeah, apparently the, the deal just... was is that they kept in the Hulk uh, hot tub scene uh, to keep in the farm. They uh, Oh, really? Feige was pushing for the Hulk or the, the, the Thor hot tub scene. Like, it has to be in there. And he says, well, if that's going to be in there, then we're keeping the, the farm scene, which I, oh. I really love, so... Here, I'm of two minds on that. It's, I mean, I love, I love Clint. I love that it, his family. I love that he has kids. I love the whole thing. But that characterization of Hawkeye is so far removed from the characterization of Hawkeye in the comic. It is like polar right. opposites. That's yeah, fair, but like, for someone like me, I've never seen, so, I've never read the comic book yeah, I, with Hawkeye, yeah. and I loved it. See, I, I thought it was I, a grounding I, I under, for the for this for the the series. And I under, and I under, I understand that. And in the context, if you're not familiar with the comics, and I understand they're different things, but I also, if they had ideas for Hawkeye in later properties where he was more like he was in the comics, because he has a really complicated backstory and um you know he's kind of a screw up and it's 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 fun and it's interesting i if they were gonna do that that whole the whole farmhouse scene is like yeah we can't do any of that now it's, <laughs> yeah. it's and so i can see why feige would have said we don't want to we won't don't want to do this because we have plans five movies down where Hawkeye meets up with his brother or whatever. And, right. and I can see why they would fight him on that. That said, you're right. It's a great scene. 
And I it, think and it I mean I think this is some so of the humanity best. to end well in Endgame when you know yeah. his character was, there was so much humanity yeah. in who he was <laughs> and what he became when his family was wiped yeah. out and and the emotional impact of when they all came back you know I think yeah. we're all in tears just watching that reunion <laughs> or feeling that so, yeah. So yeah. I got two parts out of this, and this is where I talked about uh, the com- before the comic books. Are, they they have rewrites of stories, and I think this is this is slowly becoming its own story. Like they're 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 creating their own story for Hawkeye and, and Clint Barton. It also introduces his daughter, who later becomes um, oh, I can't think of her. Uh, she be- she replaces him as a young Avenger, which is supposedly coming in um, later later MCU stuff. Um, all of them are. Yeah, all of them. I mean, there's there's going to be a there's going to be a young person that's taking over Iron Man. You know, it's kind of like a younger, yeah. you know, the, and Spider Man. Well, probably the young person taking over Iron Man is the the kid from Iron Man three, right? That was a potential, but there's there's also a, a girl in the comic books, uh, Ironheart, who who's just this super smart, uh, like twelve year old black girl who um, becomes an Iron Man or Ironheart type thing. That, that gotcha. there's a potential of her. Yeah. There's Miss Marvel, uh, who've already who's already yeah. been cast. And I think that's coming out at Disney. Kate mm-hmm. Bishop is uh, supposed to be the young Hawkeye who takes over for Hawkeye. Yeah. Um, Ant Man's daughter um, is going to be Cassie. Cassie is going to be part of it. Yeah. So there's a whole bunch of stuff that sets up. I like the idea that they went with this, and and this is one of those things. Is and and I'm listening to some of these other podcasts. There's some people that really hate Hawkeye. I mean. Out of all Why? the Avengers, I, I don't know, and, and it irritates me when they other, like, other than other than he can create errors out of thin air. <laughs> that's his power. Obviously, other that's other his than power. That, other than creating errors out of thin air, what well, is there to hate about? That's a, I mean, a lot of people are like, oh, he's just a human, and he he really doesn't belong here, and he's out of his league, and it's like, well, okay, well so, then they hate Batman, right? And they hate a, Iron Man, and they right. hate all these people. <laughs> He's a tactician. Yeah, like, and Black Widow, and yeah. Right. He he his his ideas and what I mean. He's a tactician. He sees shit before it happens. Hence the Hawkeye idea. He, he yeah. you know he's sharp with that stuff. And I loved. I've always loved his character. And I think this was, uh, you know, um, Whedon. He had an idea that you know what I'm gonna. This is a Hawkeye movie in a way. Or Clint Barton. We're gonna give him some of the best scenes and, and some of the humanity and, and make this. And I love the fact that, you humanity, know, humanity. Yeah. That's a great word. Yeah. You know, his wife says it. He's like, he goes, the, you know, you're running around with these gods and geniuses and stuff like that. And he's like, yeah, I don't think they need me. And it's like, no, they need you. Cause you're the one that grounds them. Yeah. And it's like, fuck. Yeah. That's awesome. And I love the, <laughs> this is, this is where he gets his, they get the throw to his name is his wife goes, uh, you know, if, if they're all going to stay here, some some of them are going to have to double up. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's not happening. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah, well, <laughs> what about uh, Natasha and Banner? What's up with that? And he's like, oh, what? And he's like, oh, good job seeing that one, Hawkeye. And I was yeah. like, yeah, that's fucking funny. Uh, there's some great stuff in this. I, one of my favorite parts of this, and it's very it's at the very beginning, Thor comes in there and he steps on Lego toys. And he looks down and he crushed whatever little thing was made and he like just scoots it under the, the table <laughs> like it like it never happened. Yes. I just yeah. that made me laugh so much. I'm mean, like, that's that's totally like a guy that's never been around kids and doesn't know how to handle it. Uh, <laughs> the little uh machismo thing with, with uh Tony and, and Steven out in the uh cutting firewood, you know, and they're going back yes. and forth. 
Steve rips the the log in half, you know. And, yeah. And then as he as as Tony's walking away, he's like, "Yeah, That's don't touch one of my the best lines in the whole thing." That is one of the best lines yeah. in the whole thing. He's like, "Don't touch my wood." Yeah, don't touch my pile. I'll know if you yeah. touch it. It is so it's so good, which leads us to. Uh, I, go ahead. I are are you about to the, talk about when uh, Fury shows up? Yeah, I was just gonna say, which leads us to our return of Fury. So many good lines which, in that one. Which I have to. <laughs> it's it's some good lines, but that that's the one part of that whole sequence that I'm like, really? Because it's like. I'm with um, Nina. I agree. It seems like Laura, the first. Oh the no, first no. Half Laura, of the farm, Laura comes because Laura because Laura comes in because Laura comes in. Uh, Clint's wife and says to Tony, she's like, "Yeah, Clint wanted to know if you could take a look at our tractor. It's been acting yeah. up." And Tony's like, "Oh, sure, I'll go out there." And he goes out and and like Fury steps out of the shadows and it's like, "Well, that's what he does." Like, so Fury, yeah, but that means Fury had to come. At Laura aside, where no one else could see him and say, listen, I want you to come up with some excuse to get Tony out to the barn so I can make a dramatic entrance stepping out of the shadow. Well, that, Instead of just coming out the power. front door and knocking. Do you know do you know what do you know how that's possible? They were also able to hide an entire aircraft carrier from an entire city for who knows how long and fly it up to the side it of was the mothballed. city. And nobody knew it was mothballed, but come on. It's like nobody of all the technology they have, of all the technology <laughs> Avengers had, of all the knowledge Avengers had, of Vision being there. They weren't and, trying to find oh, it, though. But if, if you're not looking for it, you're not going to find it. Come on. It's Give a flying a aircraft carrier. No, it wasn't it flying at the time. It was in, it was in Mothball. Okay, this is what I loved about As this, As it's though. flying up, they don't realize it's there until it flies up to the Well, city. they're busy fighting robots oh. and saving people. <laughs> So I, I love this. <laughs> so this is this is why I love this, because someone had to call Tony out on his shit, and and Fury True. does it perfectly. Because he walks in and he goes, uh, yeah, don't don't turn that tractor alive, okay? Like, can can you not, you know, bring it to life, <laughs> you know? And then you know, if if anybody can call Tony out on his shit and not you know get the fucking back to life, oh, I'm smarter than you, it's Fury. Yeah. Right. So I, mean, I, I love that because it kind of put Tony back in his place a little bit. But it also sets up the fact that, you know, they have then he goes and talks to the whole group and they're like, oh, well, what are you going to do? He's like, well, I got you guys still like we're still yeah. the shit. I'm still doing this. My thing. You're still doing your thing. We're going to make this work. And it leads to uh, him getting back. You know, at the end, he's like, yeah, can I uh, can I have um, Hill back? He goes, you apparently already have had her the whole time, you know. It just, I really loved it because it really put Fury back in the fact that, yeah, he disappeared after Winter Soldier, but did he really, you know? Oh, we know he, we know he's never really gone. So that's, but that's, that's how, that's why I like it is because it shows it. It it really does bring it back. And I like the fact that he smacked Tony down a little bit and he put him back in his place. But Tony did have a good line in this. He's like, you know, he comes out, he's like, oh, don't, he's like, you're not the director of me. You know, like such yeah. a two-year-old line. You're you're not the father of me, kind of thing. And so I like that. But I did I did like the 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 um the scene as as I liked everything on the farm for the most part, except yeah. for the cringiness with Natasha and Banner. Yeah. And the only well, that part was supposed to be cringy, right? Well, but it was also I mean, okay, I I like parts of it. I don't like parts of it. 
The part I like is what some a lot of people don't like. Um, Nina, the you're in your background there. You like uh, you got a little Captain America. That's fucking awesome. Just gonna let you know that right uh, now. That's, yes, that's that's my that's my husband Steve. Representing. Um, <laughs> oh my god, that's even better. <laughs> so representing. That's awesome. Okay, <laughs> let me get. Back. Oh, I got totally sidetracked. Anyways. The part about the, I mean, we talk about the scene. Uh, so Banner is in the shower and Natasha's waiting. He comes out and she's like, "Oh, I would have joined you if I'd have known." And and all that was good because it kind of showed that they were normal. And I actually, and this is where a lot of people, and 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 I'll say the females really get cringy about this um, necessarily. Where she, he, you know, he goes, "Well, you know, I, I used all the hot water." She's like, "Oh, I should have joined you. Oh, I don't mean to be so hard on you. Like, isn't that your job?" I thought that was funny because that's a line that my wife would say. And right. that's why well, that's, that's a line Steve's like... wife would say. Yeah. And that shit makes me fall like a laugh. And I was like, <laughs> right. that makes him normal. And but apparently yeah. when it comes to crazy. romance, when it comes to romance, when it comes to those kinds of things, when it comes to that, it's like they're superheroes when it comes to saving the world. Right. When it comes to like having a boyfriend or a girlfriend or having a crush on somebody, yeah. they're just like you and me. Right. Oh, I would have loved to hear one Avengers of the are just like said. us. Yeah, I would have loved to hear one like Steve goes, ah, oh, that's what she said on just anything. I would have fucking yeah. lost my shit. And that would have been the best yep. thing ever. But I mean, I understand. And then the other cringy Probably part of this. Probably copywritten. <laughs> the, other, the office, the office got a copywritten. Um, so the other, the other cringy part about this is a lot of people talk about is when they go into the whole um, who's a monster speech and, and um this yes. is one of those ones where Natasha starts talking about the Red Room and how she got, uh, oh, God, what's the right word? I've been drinking it enough that I forget words. Sterilized. Um, sterilized. And right. and she says that she's a monster, and, and people are taking it as she's saying she's a monster because she was sterilized. And the more I watch it and I try to fucking really pay attention, she never really said she was a monster because she was sterilized. She said they turned her into a monster because they turned her into a killer without any remorse. And... And I, and I look at that and I'm like, okay, that's, that's what I took out of it because I, I tried to put the thought process into it. And I wish they would have done the, the lines better that that came out more than, than, you know, make, make, you can say the whole sterilization thing, but really write the lines So there's no, no cross communication that it might be, I'm, I'm a monster cause I'm sterile. No, I'm a monster because they turned me into a, an assassin without any human emotions about it. This yeah, is, that's what what I feel, this really. is where if it was over edited well, and they cut, I, cut out I too think, much, you lose yeah, that context. I think, I think that whole conversation was really awkward because it wasn't clear. Like it was, <laughs> it, it was, it was, well, first they, they, they started talking about, Oh, Banner says, it's like, there's no future with me. I can't have, it's like, we can't have children. It's like, first of all, it's yeah. like, <laughs> that's not the first thing you talk about out of the, the date. Let's, yeah, about your front, dating. let's get the car in front of the horse here. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We didn't even that's take true. a shower yet together. Yeah. <laughs> but then, but then she gets, but then she gets all heavy about it. Like, yeah. Oh, well yeah. I've also, I've been mutilated. So it, it you know, right. where the, the more, the thing she should say is like, well, I can't even have kids. So let's not get there yeah. yet. It's yeah. like, that's you not know? a problem, dude. You don't even gotta wrap go. up. I'm yeah. good. I don't know. Let me answer this. I'm gonna... Maybe superheroes just talk like this. Maybe they they're at such right. a higher level than than us laymen's. That you know, when I was a superhero, right. I never talked like that. Okay. And and, here's, <laughs> and I mean, if even if they wanted to get all that in, they could have. I mean, they're in a house with two little kids, and and Clint's wife is it, pregnant. 
It could have been a better conversation. It could have been, yeah, it could have been a that whole conversation is very cringy, and it it could have been better. Well, and that's that's what I I, is (laughs) when I hear people on these other podcasts. Like I said, I listen to a lot of them, and when they talk about this and being cringy, I'm like, you know. I, I see your point, but you also there's another point that you could have taken from it, and I think people don't necessarily always, you know, they they grasp they grasp onto what they want to hear and kind of things, and they didn't like the whole Natasha Banner potential, so that's what they glossed onto, and I I just wanted to put it out there because a lot of these podcasts that I listen to, some of them were recorded, you know, right after this movie was, you know, so I can't come back at them like six, you know, four years later, like, Hey, you're fucking wrong. After they've watched it, after they've watched it a dozen times, right? <laughs> yeah. I would love to do that. Like I, it's one of the things that bugs me most about listening to podcasts that are, are a couple years old is like, fuck, you were so wrong. I want to talk to you about that, but yeah. it's just way out of context. What, what year did this yeah. come out? 2015, right? 15. So we're, yeah. We're six years yeah. later. Yeah. Yeah, well, and that's the thing is that the podcasts I've listened to uh, range from, you know, two, three weeks after the movie came out to uh, I listened to one that just was released like two weeks ago. Um, I did really listen. It's it's interesting. I was looking at a lot of articles when I was referencing this movie to try to find some insight into what other people thought. And it was nice finding articles that were written after the trailer came out, but before the movie came out. And so you you, you see insight that doesn't know exactly what's coming or (laughs) you see stuff like after the movie came out, but before Endgame came out. And so, so you feel yeah. like, oh, it's like, I know what's going to happen, but you don't. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, and that's the beauty so of this, really. Go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I was going to say, that's the beauty of this. We're watching this after Endgame, essentially. And so we see all the payout of that yeah. happens. And so. Uh, Did you yeah, catch a fly? <laughs> no, my dog's trying to eat my cat. <laughs> okay. Uh, Hold on. <laughs> Bailey. Did we all see this uh, like when it came out in the theaters? Oh yeah! I did, oh yeah. hell yeah! Okay. Well, there were I a few at the beginning the that I think that we we weren't. Yeah, I, I think I saw. I've, I've seen them since Iron every, Man, but yeah, I think I saw. I, I think I saw all of them at the theater, but not, maybe not opening this, week. But this was definitely like uh, I think I saw this opening night. I think from this point on, I saw them all opening week for sure. Yeah. And that was what MCU was kind of so after. Too. They wanted yeah. to get people hooked, and like it wasn't. They did a question, it. It wasn't a question of whether they you were going to see it. It was a question of what, how many me. how many times you were yeah. going to see it. You know. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> True. So, yeah. Yeah. Two two quick things. One, uh, they talk talking about that a little bit. You know, they bought. You know, Disney bought this whole franchise for four billion dollars. That's chump change. They how got much, their money. How much did they pay for the Star Wars? Uh, that I don't know. I don't know how much they that paid was, for Star that Wars. That was more. Was it more? Okay. Yeah. Well, because it was more was, of an established. It's, yeah. But four, I mean, could you, that, that's like, that's like GameStop numbers. I mean, it's like they paid $4 billion for <laughs> Wait, this. GameStop and, numbers a month ago or GameStop, uh, GameStop numbers right? GameStop numbers a week and a half ago. Sorry. Here's, but here's, here's the crazy thing. When they bought it, a lot of people said they overpaid because of what they right. didn't get. They didn't get Spider-Man. They didn't get the X-Men. They didn't get the Fantastic Four, which are probably the three biggest. Who wants the Fantastic Four? Come on. They didn't get Spider-Man. Everybody everybody wants it. We just want a good one, and we haven't gotten it. You said they didn't get Spider-Man. They didn't get the original, like the old... No, they didn't have it. They didn't oh. have them when but they, they first got, bought. They got homecoming. They got it subsequently. They, subsequently, it, they got it. Well, and it's not... It's a combo. It's actually... Yeah. Fox owned... 
which is all moot now because they're Sony all owns oh, Sony owns it. Oh, you're right. No, you're right. Sony owns Spider-Man, and they kind of did a joint. The, yeah. The two spite the two Tom Holland Spider-Mans are joint ventures. Yeah, they're like. We'll and, let you write it and film it, but we want to put our name on it. It's crazy listening and, to to some of the behind the scenes as far as the the whole negotiations, as far as how far MCU could take their franchise, whether or not they could get, you know, Scarlet Witch and and uh, yeah. and and Quicksilver, whether they can get Sp- uh, Spider Man. Uh, and I think uh, they have it all now. There was, do they? Do they have? There was uh, a whole. F- uh, what's his name? Uh, they. Uh, De- Deadpool. Uh, <laughs> X-Men yeah. and I have dead I have Deadpool and X-Men now. Um I'm They're not sure what's going on with Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Movie, right? Doesn't isn't Deadpool? Uh, I think yeah. the Spider-Man mm. deal is still there where they they have that deal with Sony that it's like we'll let you do all the stuff. Yeah, we, just was... wanna, we just want to have our name in it so we get it's, some fun out kinda of it. It's kind of like Google and Microsoft. It's like it's like the Coleman I mean if Google, Microsoft and Disney got together and formed a corporation uh, we would be one. <laughs> we would all have one, Mike, one entity mouse. in this I, world. You I, know? For, for one, welcome our new corporate overlords. <laughs> yeah, corporate overlord, exactly. It's like, yeah. Uh, you're, you're not wrong. I'm, I'm okay with that too. Yeah. So anyway, so anyway, sorry, I, 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 to, to, to kind of go back a little bit, you were talking about to Age of Ultron. You mean? Yeah, I mean we're talking. I'm gonna, I'm gonna dial it back in Age of Ultron for just one second. Just give me one, just just for one minute. Anyway, um, like two hours and twenty minutes. <laughs> right, um, and we're and we're barely scratching the surface. It feels like. So you guys were talking about Natasha and like her whole checkered past and everything. You know, they made her they made her an assassin with no feeling and all that kind of stuff. And I think that's a big part of. You know, because Hawkeye and Natasha are such good friends and they're so close, I think that's a big part of the speech that that Hawkeye gives to Scarlet Witch in the final scene, in the final act. God, that's like when he's when he's oh so good. That is such a good scene. Oh my god! And he's like talking to her, and he's like, "You walk out of here." He's like, "We've all done things we regret. We've all done things we're sorry about." And all that kind of stuff, and I think he's literally talking about yeah, yeah. right. It makes no sense. Right, I think he's literally talking about Natasha when he's talking about that. Team. He is too. Yeah, I think 100%. I think he's absolutely saying, you know, we've all done things we're sorry about, and we're still kind of good people, or exactly what his yeah. words are. And and you know, if you walk out that door, you're an Avenger. Which I don't know that he has that power. I don't know if he has that ability to. Kind oh, of he like, does. To give somebody the Avenger crown. He, do, I don't he know. does. <laughs> no, little little do you know, Hawkeye is actually the 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 strongest Avenger. He is the one that holds all the cards. Well, he's got Tony the card pays off. for he's, it. Yeah, yeah. Tony pays, Tony for, pays it. for it. Cap directs right. it, it, but it's all comes back to 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 Barton. He's okay. the one that. Well, he's the good heart. to know. Good to know. Good to know. Um, I, anyway, then, it's, in then, sorry, one, <laughs> right, it's in the contract. It's in the contract. And then one other quick thing, and I think this happened, I think this also happened on the farm. Um, there's a scene, I love the deep pulls they have in so many of these movies. And I actually had to look this one up and it really, it really kind of, you know, it, it kind of tips to how, how Tony Stark is both, you know, super nerdy scientist, but also super intellectual. There's a scene where he's talking about, um, you know, this is, we're in here, we're in here for the long haul. We're in here for the long journey. And he says, not Eugene O'Neill long, but long. Yeah. And yeah. Eugene O'Neill, well, I that was no how, idea who that was. And I had to look it up. 
So Eugene O'Neill is like this world famous playwright. And one of his most famous plays was a long day's journey into the night. And I that's was like, his, oh, that's so- his explanation to, to uh, um, Fury on how long his week has been. Yeah, exactly. He's not Eugene <laughs> O'Neill long, but long. And yeah. that's exactly what he's saying. And I had to look it up and I'm like, it's like, who pulls that kind of stuff out? That's and great it, that the writers they don't, they don't script right to the lowest common denominator. Instead, they throw things in for those who who really geek out over this sort of stuff and want to take the time yeah. to, to to find out more. There's a ton of that. There's a ton I love of it. that. Yeah, I to love dig that. into those things. Yeah, absolutely. So, there's all kinds of Easter eggs too, and and I don't have time to go through half no. of the ones. I but that's like, a whole other podcast. Yeah, I mean, you could do a go whole podcast on that. Go to YouTube. Yeah. And you can find them all. Right. I was just gonna say, here's, here. oh, he's going. Never mind. But yeah, there's like things where they put people's names. Like there's a there's a name on the drum in the band in when Steve's dream when he's when he's in the the dance hall, and the name of the guy is uh, he's the guy who first introduced Vision. Like there's there's just these odd Easter eggs throughout the whole thing, and that's just the one that comes to the top of my mind. And I was like, and I think a lot man, of that man. is Joss Whedon too. He's he's such a geek and really really appreciates. But I mean, they had to go stuff. into deep into the comics to get some of this stuff, and it's it's so cool. And that's what I like yeah. about a lot of it. Yeah, it means that hey, after you've they... watched it six times, you're still pulling these <laughs> yeah. things out. Yeah. True, true. And you're laughing because I mean, the... that's how many watch how many times you watched it this week, right? I mean, the the crazy thing is, is a lot of the characters, it's like if a character has a name, they've probably been in the comics. Right. Because they, they got like 6,000 characters or something like that. Yeah. So. And they'll combine some people into like multiple people into one character. But it's still, I mean, they just, they just, can't, they have so much to pull from. Well. Let's talk about Scarlet Witch because because her superpowers in the in she the, doesn't have superpowers in the in the comic it was different than what they what they created for the movie in the movie they really drew yeah. off of the the uh, the stone the the mind stone and and gave her a little they, I mean she's a oh lot for Scarlet more, Witch I'm sorry I thought you meant Scarlet Johansson no Scarlet <laughs> no <laughs> that's true two Scarlets in one okay I know oh my god you, yeah there, we're not the only podcast that screws that up there was one the guy could not get him straight every time he talked about him it was off I was like oh god I'm not gonna do that tonight oh look guess what I did tonight yeah no but, you're right but Scarlet Witch or or uh, Wanda 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 uh, her powers are a lot more. Uh, potent in the movie than they were in the comic book it sounds like no oh hell no okay oh. tell, tell me because because i she is ridiculously one of her one of her in, pow- in the movies but in the, the, her power okay. no in the comics she's one of the she's an one alpha her, okay i would yeah i would i would say she's or probably one of the she's two or three strongest uh I'm, I don't know. She's the Captain <laughs> She's Marvel of, the two or three wait, strongest. Captain Marvel's an MCU as well, so. That... No, she is. Even, she... even more, no, even. Yeah. Her, one of her powers is she has the power to control probability. Yeah. Control she can alter reality. Control, control probability. Alter... Probability. Alter... So, wow. Yeah. So, so, I mean, which is absolutely terrifying. So like math. You know, like if, oh, like somebody's <laughs> attacking you and it's like, what are well, but it's like no. It's like what are the odds that this person is going to have an aneurysm and drop dead? Now it's a hundred percent. Yeah. Well, and she can alter What's reality, the, what are which the, is yeah. which is what we're seeing in WandaVision, right? That they're right. they're pulling that straight. 
And she literally wiped out like 90% of the mutants in the comic books with a thought. Yeah. Like, yes. yep, no more mutants. And it was like 93% of the mutants lost their powers. So she influenced Logan. Like the the movie Logan. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. It, yeah, in the comics. I mean, it's a whole so, thing. Uh, M Day? M uh, I haven't read it all. W but, Day. Yeah. She, yeah. Wanda Day. No, no, it's, the, <laughs> no, it's <laughs> Mutant Day or something. Oh, okay. The day they all. But yeah, yeah. it's crazy. But, yeah, it's her. She she wa she is a villain in the comics as often as she's a hero, probably more, just because her powers are so terrifying and and awesome that there's just no way to control them. I think up until this point, she kind of is. I mean, like she's. I think she's. I mean, part villain, obviously not fully, but I think she's a pretty high villain level, even after she. You know, she's just, she's just, I mean, she has a lot of hate in her, I guess, is what I'm saying. Yeah. She does a quick, pretty yeah. quick uh, turnaround in this movie where, where she's against the, uh, the Avengers and then suddenly she's with the Avengers along with her brother. Brother. Um, but she's very yeah, black that's... and white too, though. I mean, once she picks a side, she's on that side. I mean, she may switch sides very quickly, obviously, but even though, you know, even after she switches over to, like from this point forward in the movies, I think she's very, very like, she goes from being anti-Avenger to being Avenger and everything against his Avengers is terrible. Like on the, on the turn of a, you know, she, on the, on the, on the, on the drop of a dime. But I think she, she definitely, it's just her personality. She like, Can, she picks a side. I, I, I just want to say, I mean, she's portrayed by, uh, what's, what's her name? Uh, Olsen, um, Elizabeth Olsen. Elizabeth Olsen. And she's, she is the younger sister of Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. Olsen. Which, which really <laughs> makes me feel old because <laughs> because what were they in Full House? They were those two little twins. Oh, they were uh, well, actually, twins. In Full they House. were infants. Yeah. And, and here she's the younger sister of them. And uh, <laughs> I, I just think that's, that, that's always thrown yeah. me off. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but yeah, she's. But she, I, she also yeah, loses you know, once once civil war kicks in. She drops her accent. Is that ever explained? It kind of comes and goes. Yeah, okay. it, it kind of comes and goes. It's I I think she has. I think part of the reason is Sokovia is like a made up land. Yeah. So they they're like we don't want you to we want you to sort of sound Balkan Balkany. But not full on Russian, so kind of come yeah. up with some sort of vague Eastern European accent, and then she just can't hold on to it. Well, we'll give and, you a Russian it, name. Well, she we'll does... give you a Russian name, like 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 some of the other, you know. But we won't make you yeah. really Russian. There is a <laughs> right. scene in Civil War where she says something like, uh, where she re remembers back when, and she she does that remembrance in that Russian accent. So it's almost like so they say. Like, it, it's it what it is is like she she spends so much time in the u.s that it kind of starts to slip away but when she loses not... her no no this is this has been explained in the mcu by the directors and and feige that towards her and we see it in wandavision that when she starts to kind of lose her emotions and stuff it slips back in so it's more like she's constant you know trying to not have the accent yeah. 
but I, when she kind of loses loses it a little bit, it but comes why? back. Why? Why? So why I'm would gonna they, I'm why gonna change right. That? Why do it? Because she's not a good actress. But what I'm really saying is I that know, no, I, this this is the portion I, of the podcast where we've drunk too much and we're starting to be, <laughs> <laughs> we're starting And to we're not even <laughs> we're not even in the final scene. We're not even in Act Four. So, but I think I call I call they're they're trying to, they're trying to explain it out, and it's kind of bullshit because there are certain words. I've lived in California for almost 25 years now, right? I moved here in 1998. So Do you say hello? Where'd you come from? Pennsylvania. <laughs> oh, okay. You, you know where my sister lives? Well, I didn't know if she, I didn't know if <laughs> you moved to Pennsylvania. No, you're right. That's true. I that's true. That's true. That's true. Okay. You're right. I, but I, I've, lived, I've, lived in, I've lived in, I've lived in basically Southeastern Pennsylvania for the first 30 so years of my life. And I would imagine that, that Scarlet Witch, you know, she's younger than me, but none, nonetheless, she might be 25. But there are certain words that my wife, when I say them, she's like, oh, you are from Pennsylvania. Like, <laughs> Florida forest because like there's certain words because. tournament. Did you, you say know, because? Tournament? Because. <laughs> yeah, no. What, because the word the word cause C A U S E. I'm fighting for a cause. Oh, okay. Because. Gotcha. Tournament. Tournament. Fair. You guys out here say tournament, right? It's tournament. Like I'm going on a tour. The mint. Like I mean, that's Thanks, just the way it is. Do they even have water? Right, you're hella wrong, Bo. You're hella wrong. <laughs> it's great. You're trying to validate these words. And we're like, no. It's, 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 that's not what it is because that's not what it is. But, but my point is, I'm still 23 years later and here I am. Well, know, that's why she slips back into every once in a while a certain word. I okay. do it all the time. Okay. All the time. But I still I still think that they could have kept her accent and just like. They do. Yeah, I agree. I'm while. with you. I know, but they but, but they why? Once in a while. But why completely transition her to a full-on American accent without? I mean, what was the point? Because she's powerful and she can do that. She wants she wants to fit in. She wants to maybe, not have the maybe the maybe she but, really does still have the accent, but she's using her witch power exactly. to make everybody think she doesn't have the accent. I thought you said you had to watch WandaVision. Sort of, I was going to say that's sort of suggested in the last episode of WandaVision. It is. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm not there yet, so I'm getting ahead of things. Because Sorry. she's a witch. There's your answer. You want an answer? All right. She's because she's a witch. Seco- All right. Because Sokovia is a made-up place, and who? Who knows how they talk? So where Does are we float? in the movie? Where are we? Are we at? Are we uh, halfway? We're, we're getting oh to. God. We're getting to the creation of kind of the creation of vision, kind of the creation of. Oh right! Physical, yeah, because physical body Ultron. We're just so, getting to. Yeah. The so doctor. who's this character they pull out that has the the ability to create like flesh and and Doctor Cho. Doctor Cho. Doctor right. Cho. So is this a character that should have had and, and, more more movie time, or was it? No. I don't, she just came in a I friend, think, friend of Tony's, right? That's that's why I think. No, actually, she has. A I think she, I think she works for. I think she works for. She worked for Shield, or she's associated she, somehow I think she's with just Shield. A lead, she's a leading like in her field. She's a doctor. I don't it think she like works for. Character that we're introducing, and I was sad okay. to see that that she was gone. So, so she is the mother of Amadeus Cho, who becomes the uh, Incredible <laughs> Hulk. Um, who's Is a, that a Mozart uh, refer- reference or what? What? Oh, no, no, no. Cho, wait, wait. Amadeus Cho, Cho, Amadeus Cho, who he becomes the Incredible he's Hulk. He's a Korean <laughs> Incredible Hulk. Instead, he's oh. kind of like he's kind of what they molded. Uh, what was it, Smart Hulk or whatever? Where he came out, he was like. 
Are you guys talking about the, the comics again? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. In the com- <laughs> no, in the comics, that's that's who he is. She is the mother of Amadeus Cho. Okay. And All so right. it does have a tie into it, and she, and apparently, I don't know if it's if it's comics because I don't know a lot about it. I just know that tie. That someone was saying that he became he's like the one of the smartest guys in the world as the Hulk. That he is. Uh, it was because of the Mind Stone. Uh, overtook his mom when she was pregnant so apparently she might have been pregnant in this movie when she oh. she got tapped by the Mind Stone. I don't know if that happened in the comic or not exactly but that's just how someone explained it and I was like oh gotcha. okay I know who Amadeus Cho is and and that's supposed to be his wife and or not wife, mom so okay. he, she does have a tie but she's not a, a big character even in the comics okay so, so anyway so so here's here's a question I have I mean we're 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 getting really. What are we? Two. We're two hours and twenty minutes into this right now, and and. But I have a question. So as they're making, to obviously there's the scene where they're starting to create the flesh, create the body, create yep. like what's going to be a person. As I do air mm-hmm. quotes, it's going to be a person that's going to be Ultron's going to become a person, right? I mean, yeah, Ultron's ultimate ability. He wanted to be human, and this he is as close as he exactly. can get. Right. That's, and, that's the, the uh, whole Pinocchio thing. Yep. He wants to be a boy. Thing, exactly. He wants to be a boy. He wants to be human. He wants to do all that kind of stuff. When I, I was a little confused in the one scene, and maybe you guys can help me figure this out. Um, when when they're going to take the, what do they call it? The chamber? The cradle. What are they, the cradle. cradle. They're going to take the cradle, and they're going to transport it, and they're going to get it out of there because everybody's coming. And Cho goes up to the keyboard and starts doing something. Is she going to abort the whole thing? Like, what? Why does he? Why does There's, he? He's downloading take his, her out at that point. He's down. He's downloading his mind into the brain that they're creating, right, right. at the time. But Scarlet they, they Witch even, does, doesn't she? She's like, the okay. Well, she's the one that she does her little hex and brings Cho out of the Mind Stone control from the scepter, right? And that's before he okay. cracked the stone and put the thing in there. And so she then sees all the shit's going wrong. And so she's aborting the sequence. And that's when he goes, oh. She, wait, she, she, she Scarlet Witch or she Cho? Scarlet Witch uh, got uh, Cho, Dr. Cho, out of the um, control of Ultron's Mind Stone. Right. So that's her eyes went black. Did you and not she know comes that? Back. Because I didn't find that out until I read a synopsis. I didn't. No, I, I'm I, to, right. I did is, not this follow all that very, in the movie. This was all very confusing to me. I was. I, like, I did I was, not follow it in the movie. I I followed it in a synopsis. Yeah. So I, I picked I it up at like about my times. third watching. Uh, about okay. the third watching, I picked I, it all up. And I think that's fair to say that's a failure of the movie to 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 give a consistent narrative. But that's okay. That's just where it's I, there if you look for it. I know. I just think that this would have benefited from. I know longer, I'm not the smartest guy in series. this podcast, but I found it out. So <laughs> yeah, I'm just after saying. three watching, I didn't watch it that many times. So. They 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 did it to the lowest common denominator, and I figured it out. So <laughs> so anyway, so okay, so all right, Scarlet all right. Witch. So so Scarlet Witch. Wanda. Free. Her name is Wanda. She's so, not Wanda, the Scarlet Witch. Wanda Free, the Olsen twin sister. Yes. From... No, she is the Olsen twin sister. <laughs> right. So which twin? Right. The left so or the Wanda right? Free, yeah. Wanda freed the Olsen twin sister from mind control. No, wait. The Olsen Dr. twin Cho. sister freed Dr. Cho. Sorry. Cho. That's it. 
<laughs> See, now you got it, Bo. You put she it together. Her, she freed her from the mind control, and once like she Legos. freed her from the mind control, she tried to abort. She tried yes. to abort the creation, yes. and that's when Ultron realized that, and that's when yeah. Ultron killed her. Yeah, he, he threw her, his right? little tantrum. No, she he shot her, but she doesn't die. Okay. Remember Captain America comes in and he goes, "Oh, Cho, are you okay?" And she's like, "Oh, you got to stop Ultron. He's getting away." You know. Gotcha. Almost in that. You know, <laughs> you know what we die? need to do is have. No. Okay. We want. We need to have Luis from Ant Man do a synopsis of yes. every Marvel movie. <laughs> like that would be the best yes. thing ever. Oh <laughs> yes. Yeah. Also true. Brilliant. Is, okay, we haven't there gotten is, there yet. Yeah. There is. There oh. is supposedly a film that they did. For Comic Con before Endgame oh, came out, with him doing for it for the actor um, Michael Pena as oh Luis. When we do the Endgame podcast, the entire, we should do our own. The we entire, own. entire MCU <laughs> know, right? character. I, I actually like, thought about that. We will. Let's I'm do like, it. That needs I'm, to be I'm, an extra I'm on, on yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I actually thought about that coming into. If it wasn't today, I might have tried to do. I was going to write up a little quick like try and do like a three, four minute, uh, like walkthrough of the movie, like a quick one. And uh, yeah, yeah kind of like, I a, got, like, I, uh, I gotta say, so this is a fascinating podcast. I think, I think we're all kind of torn, whether we love this movie or hate this movie and, <laughs> and it's coming out in torn. all sorts of different passionate ways. Uh, it's, I it's, think, okay. So this is one of the most, <laughs> most, uh, I get it has a lower Rotten Tomatoes rating than we thought it should have had because there's, it's chock full of holes, but go ahead, Noah. Uh, this this is one of the most like controversial marvel movies as far as what people think about it and it's funny i listened to a podcast that is a recent one from actually rotten tomatoes people that work at rotten tomatoes about like hey we it's called rotten tomatoes you got it wrong or something like that and they're actually talking about this and it's it's a writer from rotten tomatoes and another guy and, and and it's they're it's perfect because it is it talking about same stuff that we're talking about is like well, I really love this, but they could have done this better. Or, or this was great, yeah. but it could have been this. Or I wish they would have done this. And this is what a lot of people are talking about, other than some of the people that just like to hate on or... And I don't want to make this to sound really shitty, but um, there's a lot of people that... And, and, and it's a lot of females that shit on this movie based on the banner Natasha love scene. Really? Thing. I, I, think, I think this is a movie that if you only get one watching... You're gonna you're gonna be frustrated with it. It's one right. of those movies that you yeah. need a lot of watchings to really piece it all together, and then you start to support it. But mm. but movies themselves, they need to hold together on one watching. You need to be able to grasp, you know. Like, oh my god, I need that. I need that so bad. What? <laughs> what did I say? Did you so, not no, no. bring up come Andrew? Back. Come back, tell Andrew to come back. <laughs> what? Look at his sweatshirt. Oh, oh my God, that is the best thing ever. <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would totally rock that. That's awesome. All right. We need some context. I thought I thought you yeah. guys were talking about so something I said. So he literally has – I said it <laughs> okay. earlier. He has the Captain America uh, uniform. A, is it a hoodie? He's like – It's a hoodie, yeah. Oh, my God. That's so cool. But it, but it goes it goes over – Yeah. It's cool, too. Yeah. Has, has, has eye holes in it. So you oh, my God. That is, I would so rock that all the time. <laughs> Oh, nice. I actually so uh, thinking. Sorry. God, I'm I, was, I was so hoping you guys were like geeking over something I said. But, we yeah. are, Steve. We geek over. You're right. Yes, it, this you're time, amazing. It takes multiple watchings, especially after uh, Endgame, to really 
see all of the stuff that this touches on in, in foreshadows and stuff like that. It, I was, I was really that. glad what you said about James Spader. Cause I thought, I thought there was a lot of people that really didn't like this villain. That's the one consistent thing. And I um, loved okay. him and I, I really right. like listening to his words. Right. And he's, he's let, got let, this let me preface this of... though. <laughs> okay. You're right. People hate Ultron as a villain, but okay. love what? James Spader as a voice. The okay. villain itself, Ultron. There's a lot of people, in the and movie? I agree. There, movie yeah. versus comic the, movie. You're talking. Yeah, movie. the the movie. They're, they're just he's not a great. How do you villain. separate? There's, there's a lot of holes. Okay, so well, okay. So James Spader did a Joss, we Joss Whedon. Yeah, his, the writing of the the villain is bad. There's there's a lot of holes with it. The voicing of it is incredible. Yeah. Like if they would have voiced this with someone else, like uh, I don't know, like was Joe Pesci or something, this would have been the Rogan. biggest bomb. <laughs> oh fuck! I would have quit. Okay, I would have quit. Okay. That's <laughs> right. Seth Rogen. I'm gonna say this. I'm not gonna go down the Seth Rogen rabbit hole with you because that's a whole other podcast. I'm gonna. We have to have a. I, I was pushing a button. Yes, on the on the yes. pro Seth Rogen podcast because I will say this. I understand your exceptions to him, but he's done some pretty good movies. He's done a couple of. He's done. So you've listened to my support all, for him. Okay. Wait, okay, you're right. You know, first you know of that all, white, you know that white stuff on top of chicken shit. It's still chicken shit. Okay. No, 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 no. That's no. Seth Rogen's oh, good movies. Freaks and Freaks and Geeks, great series. He was phenomenal in Freaks and, and Geeks. And 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 Hawkeye's wife, it was in Freaks and Geeks. Just just as a yeah, she was also a, in Freaks and don't Geeks. Don't hold that against her. No, I'm just yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, the one with Charlize Theron. The movie is in with Charlize Theron. He Monster? was real, I, I can't remember the uh, name. No, no, no. He was not in Monster. I don't know. I'm just no, thinking he of was her in the one movie she was in. She was. <laughs> He was like vice president uh, or something like that, and he was like oh, oh or, or, I never saw that, but uh, I'd like to. It it was uh, just a couple years ago. Yeah, it was a couple years ago. He was really good in that. Not a stoner movie. He was really good. Uh, uh, this is the end. He was phenomenal. This is the end is a great movie. I mentioned I that. I actually no, haven't I, seen that. I haven't no, seen. I don't. Well, and, and I, I, I still don't like that. Seth Rogen. I, I know, love that. I know movie. people love him. My kids has, took me to see that on my birthday. My kids, when they were like under yeah. 18, and yeah, we went and saw that movie. <laughs> if so, anyone's seen that will, movie, they will realize that. I will defend Seth <laughs> Rogen, but, but maybe I like stoner humor, because I think Pineapple Express is hilarious, too. So anyway. Yeah. But... I mean, it's got, it's got points, but it's like, it's not that great. It, what do you have against okay. it? Okay. He's a dick. Well, <laughs> but, you know, he's... You should, you I'll should fucking fight him, his... too. I don't care. I think he's a fucking dick. I can't stand him. He's what making is... the new Turtles movie, and I swear to God, if he ruins it, I'm going to fucking That's where we down. talked about it. That's right. It was in the Turtles, Turtles you should, podcast. You should look it. into his story, though. You should look into his story. He's a high school dropout, too. He dropped out of high school. Because that doesn't make him any then. better. All right. That, no, that makes him lucky. No, not, <laughs> it makes him a hard worker. Might make him no, a hard it makes worker. him lucky. It's lucky. I'm sorry. Might make him a hard worker. Anyhow... Uh, let's get right. back to okay. So, so a lot of people had. Let's get back with... to Age of Ultron again. <laughs> so, okay. so we're talking about Cho, right? Cho, who had a son who became the Hulk. Yeah. She uh, she cuts it off. But this is our next like kind of fight scene, which is is the cool one in Korea, um, where they have uh, Natasha on a motorcycle chasing Captain America, fighting Ultron on the back of a truck, Hawkeye flying over, covering and stuff. I, loved, I thought there was a lot of cool stuff in this. It was kind of like a, a little mini fight. It wasn't like this yeah. great big fight, but it, it kind of set up the fact that they were able to get the <clears throat> the cradle back, which had the baby vision in it. You know, he's not vision right. yet, which, you know, 
and yeah. it is really cool. But it also kind of is the it first reminds time. Me of it. They could have totally, if it were Deadpool, it would have totally been very different. Oh God! Well, this whole movie was Deadpool would have been totally different. Yeah, yeah. It, oh God! It is. It is. Could you imagine it, if Deadpool kind of joins thing. Avengers? Right. <laughs> exactly. So funny. Him and to- uh, him, Tony and Cap doing stuff. Very right. hilarious. Um, the, actually, the cool it, thing you about this come is, on and do a cap. Yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. Sorry. Deadpool yeah. and the Avengers. Um, so. Uh, they get the they get the cradle, and this is where the Maximoffs, um, Wanda, she reads his mind when he beca- when he's kind of going into the 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 cradle, and she sees that he's really this villain that wants to kill all humanity, and she's like, "Oh fuck that, I'm out." And this is where she yeah. kind of really first uh, switches sides. And they don't play a lot to it, it, and and it's really strange because Cap just accepts it. You know, right. he's on the train with him. And he's like, uh, get these people out of the way. Can you stop this? Like, there's no like, fuck, you were a bad guy two minutes ago. What the hell? So there's a little holes in that. Um, I like the, the the stuff with Natasha on the bike. I thought it was really cool. The interesting thing is, is and I don't know if you guys know this, but um, uh, Scarlett Johansson was actually pregnant um, during the most of the filming of this. So they had to film a lot of her stuff before she got too, too big and couldn't do. Oh, and wow. they actually cut some of her scenes because she couldn't do stuff. Um, and then they even CGI'd some of her gut out of uh, some scenes because she started to show. But for and what she did, I, unlimited money too. Yeah, I mean, I, if they had me in there, they'd have to CGI my gut out of a lot it of wasn't stuff. Like so. super, it wasn't like Superman's mustache. I never noticed. So, <laughs> but uh, so uh, I thought she. Was, I thought the motorcycle uh, they had, which apparently was a electric um, Harley Davidson. Well, motorcycle. that's what I was. It was a. Was it a real motorcycle? Because it definitely was electric. Uh, Harley Davidson. Yeah, I didn't know it was. Harley. So it's I, like I thought that was cool. It's like Tomb Raider. I was like, I was like, man, I want that bike. After I found out it was a Harley Davidson, I was like, uh, yeah, I'd rock that bike. That that's. I love. I mean, I liked a lot of the scenes. It wasn't the greatest, you know. The cap fight with Ultron, and and I love Barton's. You know, uh, Cap, you're no, you know, you're no match for him. He's like, fuck, thanks, Barton. Like, you know, <laughs> like I'm doing my best, man. Um, yeah. But I, this, I, the whole. Go ahead. Uh, the subway jump jumping off the track and going like down mm. the street. Yeah. Was I don't think I've ever seen that before. That was crazy. I liked what they did with uh, with uh, Pietro at this, where they had him like getting all the people out of the way before the train got yes. there. I thought that was really yeah. cool. That was the kind of the and first that was, time they and that was really almost showed. like a, and that was almost like an afterthought. Like if you weren't watching for it, you might have missed it. Yeah, um, but this is where they 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 get the cradle back, so they get the they get baby vision, and then they get um, Natasha gets grabbed by Ultron, right? Which I you know was yes. kind of a this. This was the part I actually had a problem with is like they made her into a victim and it's like, yeah, I I didn't care for that. But I mean, they had to give him a reason to go get her and stuff like that. And, you know, it it was what it was, but it was just like I I didn't care for that part of it either. You know, it gave Banner a reason to go rescue her, which is like kind of like she's probably the last one on that team that needs rescuing. Yeah, and that and that was one of my one of the fails in the movie for me personally. I kind of I almost wish it would have been reversed, like have Banner get caught, or you know maybe not Banner because yeah. he just fucking Hulk out, or have Hawkeye get caught and have have her go rescue Hawkeye. 
Yeah, but figure it out. Would... Figure yeah. it out. The, the, the whole Because she would. But yeah, so let me exactly. ask you this. When, just so was this, was that, when, when in the sequence did Natasha push Banner down? That's after she, he rescues her from the thing and he's okay. like hey let's let's just run away together and just the two of us and not be part of the fight and she's like um the fight's still going um we, we need to do this and he's like well um but i don't and she's like oh you're so cute gives him the kiss and goes pushes him he goes but i need the other guy which i yeah. thought was you know awesome great line awesome line yeah and also very in character for her she's she's very much yes. like Whatever needs to be done. Right. Well, I mean, it, it's very much like Banner was kind of cowarding out of this. This is this is, and this is very much Banner, right? And it works. Yes. She pushes him off the cliff. He pops <laughs> back up immediately. Well, he's the Hulk. And it's like, Bro. oh, and he's got that grin on his face. But then, <laughs> thanks, uh, thanks, grin. Yeah. yeah. The, Get the rid best of that part, coward, is she rides him on. She holds onto his neck as he jumps yeah. up because Sokovia is being lifted at this point. I, my whole thought was like, you know, this could turn into a whole other thing. You make a saddle for the Hulk that they could just fucking ride on. I was just like, oh, how cool would that be? Like, that would that would be a movie I'd sign up for, like Hulk and Natasha or, or Banner and Natasha. And just her riding on the back of him as he jumps. <laughs> I just thought that was yeah. fucking funny. But, I mean, the best part was, you know, she falls off his back and he goes... And she gets up, and you, it looks like like that was a rough ride. She's like, well, I hope this means we're even. And he just kind of gets that <laughs> grin again and goes off. She's like, go be a hero, which is, I, yeah. I think it paid off really well. And, and it really showed to the point where um, Banner and Hulk are two different people, especially in their interactions with, with Natasha, where... Yeah. Well, definitely. Do they, Banner have, is, do yeah. they ever explain... Hulk's ability to identify with people, because because he does. I mean, well, that's a great question. I was I was thinking. I've thought about if they that had a too. Hulk movie that was really good, they might. But it, it well, does... here's the thing about Hulk. Like, can Hulk actually like? Does he comprehend what people are saying? Like in a real yeah. like he he's got actual kind of way. Yeah. He's got he's I, got I, like he a six year old like, vocabulary. I, I think it's smash. Fair. Like that's the thing. Like I'd like to know. Is he like a yeah. dog? Is he like a two year old? No, no. I, he, he's like, older than. Is he like a? Is he like a dolphin that they run the entire world and when the earth is destroyed, they're going to be like so long and thanks for all the fish. Like is that kind of a thing? <laughs> or like where does he fall in the whole category? I think so we've I think deduced that, it. We've deduced it based on his behavior, but but it still feels like there's something missing like something that would would i would tie it so i think hulk can really understand he can understand what you're saying but he doesn't have the 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 voice voice to talk it out like you know he's really good at the commands like hey go smash go do your thing you know he's got an anger it's it's like trying to talk to an angry two-year-old they hear what you're saying but they can't voice what they're you know what they're feeling an angry two-year-old that can lift up a building yeah, fuck, I wouldn't yeah. want to deal with that. Like, and it's, it's yeah, like, comparing, like, little kids, they're really bad at their, controlling their emotions. Same yeah. with Hulk. They're really bad. They can't really think more than one or two steps ahead. Like, well, and I, and this is what like, I was talking I, about earlier with, with the, the beginning of the Hulkbuster fight. If you look in his face, the emotion, like, you never see Hulk scared. And this is yeah. this was Hulk scared and, and it showed and and 
I, I, and you, and we get it again at the very end when he flies off in the, the Quinjet, right? Oh, and, yeah. Well, he looks sad, scared. So, right. Uh, they, it's yeah. one of those things is like, holy shit, Hulk is, is a person essentially. And, and, and it's like, I, I, <laughs> The one thing that made me almost tear up in this was looking at Hulk when he's flying off that Quinjet fucking yeah, going absolutely. like, oh man, it's like, oh, like he just wants to be a hero so bad, yep. but he yeah. knows that he can't because he can't control everything and, and what he did in, in, I guess it was supposed to be Johannesburg or some, some unnamed African city where he destroyed shit and now they all hate him, but it's like, he doesn't want to be that guy and that's and that's the whole thing and banner doesn't want him to be that guy and it's like when they show that in and you feel that i'm like god damn like the most emotions that came out of me in this whole movie um probably besides the the part where quicksilver kind of does his thing sorry pietro does his thing that was probably the the most emotional pull from me in this entire movie was hulk and it it was in those two scenes where in the beginning yeah. we see how scared he is and it's like fuck how bad does it have to be to scare the Hulk? Like, you know, they don't show that one. Like, they, they probably would have been R plus rated if they had to show what scares the fuck out of the Hulk. You know, cuttlefish. <laughs> oh my god, that'd have been the best. It's, it's just a cuttlefish. Language. <laughs> oh, nice, good one, good one. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, let's now let's okay. Let's get to where uh, this is another um, uh, origin story, right? We get the origins of of uh, Vision. Yeah. Vision, right? Right. So and that's what this was all really leading up to. Essentially, was is how do we get Vision in this? And so it comes to the fact that they get the cradle back, and they they Barton zips it back, and and you know Tony gets it, and, and uh, Wanda calls it. She's like. He's like, oh, Tony's going to do the right thing. And she's like, no, he's not. He's a fucking idiot. He's yeah. not going to do the right thing. And, and Cap goes, oh, fuck, you're right. You know, starts getting on the phone and no one's answering. It's like, son of a bitch. Which, which leads to a really good scene. You know, uh, you, got, you got the science bros. You got Banner and... and science um, bros. <laughs> right? Banner and um, uh, Tony going together trying to figure out how to get this. You know, we're going to put this... We're going to put Jarvis because you put them in, in the same room yeah. and you know, something good's going to come out of it. Right. Yeah. They're going to, they're going to science yeah. up some great shit. So, but he decides, Hey, Jarvis was the one that was fucking him up in the internet, keeping him out of the, the nuclear, the nuclear codes. Let's put Jarvis in this, well, first this of body. All, keeping, him out of the, keeping him out of the internet is just not necessarily. Yeah, well, <laughs> plot holes go there. <laughs> plot holes. Um, but anyway. yeah, but keeping him away from the nuclear codes, right? Jarvis was doing yeah. his thing. He was he was doing his yep. judo, and uh, so you know they're like, oh, we're gonna put. And then they're so they're trying to do the thing, and then that's when Cap and and Wanda and and Pietro show up, and I love this scene because they're like going arguing back and forth, and and Pietro just zips around and unplugs everything, and he's like, you were saying, and I was like, that was fucking funny as shit, <laughs> right? And then all of a sudden you just see the little bullet in front of him. You're like, what the. F and Barton had yeah. shot the glass out from underneath yeah. him, and he lands, and then we go, oh, you didn't see that coming? <laughs> so right. we get another one of those. <laughs> I love, and this is why I'm so sad that they killed off Pietro in this, is because the 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 bond that they were building with, with Barton in this could have been so good. Like, I would, that would be a buddy cop film I would fucking pay for. I would <laughs> right. definitely, yeah. I would pay full price to watch that. No matinee, I would go full price. Like, you know, 
you know, opening night, I would watch that one because they just had that chemistry. But then we get it in there, and then this is where, you know, my boy comes back, Thor, like, you know, he right. had his visions, and he knew what was up, and he just comes in and fucking shock starts Vision. Right. Right. <laughs> right. And here comes Vision, and the Vision is created. Yeah. And like which is, you know, yeah. Yeah. He jumps out there just, you know, naked as a jaybird. Uh, right. Basically, he's just red-skinned. Ken doll. Ken yeah. <laughs> Dude, so, okay. <laughs> I watched this so many times, but it wasn't until today when I was watching this right before the podcast that I noticed. I was like, oh, shit, his junk is just flat. <laughs> I literally was yeah. like, what the hell? He's, he's I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. But, but this so, is the same voice I... actor that they cast, you know, four or five years ago. <laughs> well, or actually, if we're dealing with a movie that's six years old, it must have been like eight or nine years well, ago with a Jarvis in the uh, first uh, Iron Man. Right. And yeah. you know, yeah. yeah. And, and, and so he's already established actor. And, and so I don't think they understood a, that they were going to create vision. Did they know that when, when nope. they cast there, him? There's a, there's a, there's well, a, there's a real funny interview where they're like interviewing a bunch of the Avengers together when this came out. And Paul Bettany, the actor, is like, he's like, yeah, he's like, this was a, a different situation for me. He says, usually I go in and I record 45 minutes of lines and I'm done. And he's like, and now he's like, I had to get wardrobe and makeup and I so, was on yeah, set all the time. Gonna... And, and, and Robert Downey Jr. is like, yeah, Paul, Paul is unhappy that he actually has to work now. <laughs> so, so here's my question about that. When you look at all the listings of Paul Bettany's character, He's always listed as Jarvis, yeah, and not Vision. So did did Paul Bettany? So Paul Bettany did play the Vision. Yes. Yeah. Well, he so was. He in, was both, what's what's the movie he was in? I love the movie uh, where they. Night's Tale. Huh. Yeah. Right. Night's Tale. Night's Tale. Night's Tale. Yes. Where he's the poet yeah. That, yeah. that has to kind of yes. inspire the audience. So good. Yeah. so good in that movie. Yes. <laughs> he's phenomenal in that movie. It's one of my it's it's one of my top five guilty pleasure movies. And that's got that a DC character Joker Same from here. Uh, Yeah. 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 So yeah, no, he's he's so good in that movie. But yeah, no, I so that's what I was wondering, since I know you guys do a ton more research than I do. I, I was wondering if he was actually both the physical representation yes, of vision. Absolutely. And, and, and it wasn't even, it wasn't yeah. even a thought in the beginning. It, it came up, I think might even been at the beginning of this movie that uh, Joss Whedon actually said, you know what? I think he would be a perfect vision. And, and he fits yeah. the character a hundred percent. Like yeah. that's one of the things about uh, Marvel is, is there in their casting, they really do a good job with looking at the characters from the comics and the cartoons and everything that's all the media that's out there and really fitting bodies to to looks and stuff like that and yeah. he nails it and the fact that it has it, it was jarvis's voice and then him it's just like yeah. it couldn't be any better now another cool fact and and i just learned this today too um the the voice that replaces jarvis or the the ai that replaces jarvis is um oh god what's her name oh, i can't think of it right off the top um friday Friday is played by, uh, let me find it, but it's actually um, Paul Bettany's wife. Oh, you're crazy. oh really? I, uh, yeah, and I was like, I was like, oh, that's wow. just fucking crazy. Like, she replaces awesome. him as the voice for Tony Stark's AI. I, I thought it was crazy. Yeah. And I love the fact that it's the Scottish accent. That just kills me. I love that so much. Like, yeah. like 
to me, that's a, one of the coolest accents out there. So every time I hear it, I think it's so good. I thought um, it was I'll interesting I... that James Spader, James Spader was the voice of the Iron Legion at the beginning of the movie. You know, when the when the acid was splashed on on the. Oh the, yeah, yeah, that was James Spader's voice, undeniably. I I could see that. Yeah, I mean, well, it makes sense too. Yeah. Let's see if I can find that. Um, anyway, but yeah, it's so, I yeah. just. So, I thought that was cool. So visions, so visions is created. It, is it Jennifer Connelly? Because that's Paul Bettany's wife. No, no way, really. Jennifer Connelly, yeah, that's from Scottish. from uh, from Labyrinth. Yeah, yeah, that's from, that's Paul from, Bettany's from Steve's from Steve's favorite movie, Requiem for a Dream. <laughs> did, I, did I? What? <laughs> we you guys talked about that in a previous podcast. I was just out to <laughs> Requiem for a Dream. Just, I've seen that, yeah. but I don't that, remember that being one of my favorite that, movies. That movie. No, I'm joking. It wasn't one of your favorites. That, I was. You were saying how depressing it was. That's what I. Okay. <laughs> the movie messed I'm, me up for weeks. I'm being sarcastic. Sorry. That's a. Yeah, that's uh, no, a, and she was. She was also the the female lead in the Rocketeer. Yeah. Yes. Which she's, was yeah that yes, was a she good is, movie. <laughs> yeah, that's there. She's she's one of those lot lot of lot of geeks of our in our age cohort. Our boy geeks in our age cohort are like, oh yeah, Jennifer Connelly yeah. for well, sure. She was in Hulk, right? <laughs> she was in Hulk. Um, not not Incredible Hulk, but the original Hulk with Ang Lee's Hulk. Oh yeah, uh, wasn't was she? Yeah, I I'm thinking that. That I don't have I don't have IMDb in front of me, but. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. I, I see Nina might because her screen, her face looks very bright with, <laughs> like she's yeah looking, yeah. Looking right. I'm, now she's I'm, not I'm right. there. Hang on. I think I think anyway, that's so... that's our our David Bowie labyrinth uh, cohort in uh, Hulk. Okay, so yeah, Jennifer Connelly is his wife, but apparently that's the, then whoever said that earlier is wrong. Oh, was she in Hulk? That's what... yeah. Lied. Yes, yes, she was. She was. She it's, was Betty in. Uh, you're right. She was Betty in Angley's Hope. Uh, okay, there yeah. we go. So, so it's Carrie. Uh, so she Carrie was the Condon original is, Betty plays Friday. for Betty and Veronica and Veronica's event uh, Archie comic. Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember who right. said it was. I, I, I'm sorry. I took their information for for fact, but it's Carrie right. Condon who is uh, plays the voice of Friday. And who Got is it. that in reference to? In reference uh, to Vision or... or uh, well, I, someone had Paul said Bettany. that that was Paul Bettany's wife, but apparently they, they screwed that one up and made me say the wrong right. thing. So I'm going to go back and figure out who so, it is and write him a nasty So we're email. literally... Yes, we're literally do that. Down to one you, know, you know what? We're literally you know what? down to one I'm, listener just... right now, I think. So <laughs> <we> should... <laughs> I tried to and get people to listen this long because we all we're get... Literally, have, we're have literally this much... down to one listener and it's me right now. So let's... Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I have to... I know why I know why you thought that Noah I just checked her her filmography she was she was Karen in Spider-Man Homecoming she oh, okay. was remember when he's like suit lady and he's like I should come up with a name for you she was she was the voice of the Spider-Man suit what does that have to do okay. with Paul Bettany so yeah what's that have to do with uh, Paul Bettany's wife Hey, anyways, she, Jennifer Con Jennifer Connelly played that character. Oh, I got you. And yeah, maybe okay. that's what. Yeah, so she was, was. She was like the alternate. She was one of the alternate Jarvises. Yeah, maybe. but the one that he put in. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. gotcha. Okay, okay, okay. So let's. All right. let's I'm sorry. No, let no, us, we're good. Let right. us carry maybe, on. All right. Maybe we can cut this part out. Maybe we can cut the last yeah. ten minutes of the podcast. Uh, <laughs> anyways, we got. Steve's we got to be like. Uh, uh, we got. Let's we cut got all the extraneous vision. stuff out. <laughs> 
We got Naked Vision. He jumps out of. Well, we have no sponsors. It doesn't matter. We yeah. can talk as long <laughs> as we want. We got Naked Vision. He jumps out of his uh, his cradle. We right? still have Ant Man to talk about, don't we? No. Okay. No. 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 <laughs> no, no. Thank God. Uh, we don't. Right. Oh my You're God. Welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome, folks. <laughs> anyway, we had to talk about Ant Man. <laughs> Ant Man was a movie. The end. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, he, he he jumps out of the cradle. He he attacks Thor directly, and then goes and he stares at himself in the in the window for a little bit. Right. I don't know what he was thinking, whatever. But he turns around and they kind of like they kind of like oh have that standoff. Like oh maybe you're not so bad. There's some cool parts in this, and there's a lot of people picked yeah. up on this. He looks at Hulk and goes, "Mother motherfucker got a cape." And then all of a sudden he has a cape, and he also got gauntlets at the same time too. He's like, Wait, "I like the way this." Mo- no, uh, Thor. Oh, I think he said Hulk. He looked, Thor had a, you said Hulk, you meant Thor. I got it. Yeah. He okay. looked at Thor and went, this motherfucker's the shit. I'm going to be like him. Yeah. Right? And then puts puts the cape on and stuff like that. But then we get the best scene that paid off from earlier with the the hammer whole thing. And it's like, he's talking about <laughs> yeah. like, hey, we can't beat Ultron by ourselves, We can, but we can do it together. And he hands Thor the hammer and says, can we do this? And Thor just looks at it like, and everybody looks at him like, oh, shit. Okay, I guess we are. Yeah. I like what he yeah. said about, about Ultron. He said, I don't want to kill him, but I know he must be... I, I, I don't know. Do you have it written down? Yeah. But no. it, it, was, it, was, it was... There was a philosophical moment there that... Well, he does... Yeah. He, every, everything he talks, the way he talks is always kind of more of a higher education, you know. Yeah. And I think this like, movie Professor tried... Talk try to tie into that that or try to tap into that that philosophical ideal idea of of what do you do if you want to perfect humanity well you've got to start by getting rid of it you know and start right. from scratch and 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 yeah. it's an interesting conversation and yeah yeah, he's, he says, well, basically, he's like, I don't want to kill him because I, he's life and I, I value life. He's like, but I also understand that I have to stop him, and that's the way to stop right. him. Mm-hmm. Well, and he could have, you know, he could have, you know, Vision could have very easily come out and been, you know, a manifestation of the worst parts of Tony Stark and been the worst thing ever. See, and this is where that's I have a problem with them saying that they're tied to Tony Stark, and it's like... Yeah, he kind of programmed them, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're deep down part of Tony Stark. Like, but he no one ever, I mean, no one ever said, I mean, yeah, no one ever saw Jarvis as like, oh, you're just a fucking animated, you know, voice of Tony Stark. Right. You, you kind of your own thing. And that was the same right. thing with Ultron. I agree. So. I mean, yeah. Tony did program him, but he, he was like, he specifically made him different from himself. Like he, yeah. he's part, partially, uh, Jarvis the butler who he had growing up, and yeah, you know, and it's well, they, well, they talked about Ultron and his ability, you know, his his mind would, that's like neurons firing, and 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 this his ability to think and to 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 evolve in a sense, yeah. Um, and, well, I mean, yeah, and I don't know about Jarvis. Jar- well, Go we ahead. saw Jarvis in 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 Peggy Carter. Right, that's who Jarvis yeah. was was modeled off of. Right. Was right. was Howard Stark's butler, butler, right? Manservant, best friend, Peggy Carter's, you know, agent and helping whatever. So that's what Jarvis was based off of. So, uh, you know, I I always thought that was and good, and I I loved the actor that was kind of that the two voices combined oh, yeah. kind of. They did great job with yeah, that. and and 
And it sort of suggested, you know, that like Tony didn't have a great relationship with his parents. So you think <laughs> maybe this? Whoa! Yeah, exactly. Spo spoiler I alert! Suggested. I think it was more than suggested. Alert. Yeah. Okay, but we don't know exactly how that manifested, you know. But yeah. it's, and you know, it's it's not too far a leap that Jarvis and his wife kind of took care of him. Like, oh yeah, for sure. Here's our, here's our, especially because they, they didn't have their own kids. So it's like, all right. all right, we'll take care of little Tony, little rich boy. We'll. Hey, so we're about three hours into this podcast. <laughs> Do you have any, well, like, haven't... I know. I'm, okay, we'll get to what you want to talk about, but we got to like wrap, uh, yeah. like, I don't know, all right, let's, our let's, best let's, favorite let's... scenes or, or. Well, okay. okay so we I, have, we... I have one, I have one final comment. Sorry for, for the end to the end, but go ahead, Noah. Sorry. I was going to say, really what this leads up to is the big final battle where they, they save all the people in Sokovia. Um, right. Battle Ultron. They have to do the, the, the big thing. We have the, the reveal of Nick Fury shows up with a helicarrier, saves the civilians. What, were uh, there two incidents in, in Sokovia? I mean, there was... Yeah, there's... well, the the beginning is in Sokovia. Oh, yeah. is it? Okay. The very beginning. I, yeah. I the very beginning is in Sokovia. I don't, yeah. yeah, I don't know how they ended up doing it twice, but yes, there were two incidents. In okay. Well, because the whole thing starts with the um, where the, the town is. Where's the, Wanda's the, and Pietra's parents killed? Sokovia. Okay, so that was another incident. Yeah. 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 It's. I mean, the the geography of Sokovia is not real clear. Like, how big is it? Like the what Ultron takes up into the air is that. That's not the whole country, Sokovia. It's just it's like the downtown. Like, I think it's, it's downtown. Like city. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like the ca- I guess it's, it's like, like the, the capital city. city. It's like the financial <laughs> district of San Francisco. Okay. Yeah, yeah they, they, they don't take all of it. Okay. Yeah, but it's and it's definitely it, not landlocked. Does it have the cinema? Is the cinema included? You know, because we don't want to. Oh, no, no, on the premiere. <laughs> it's just enough. Anyway, go ahead. I mean, that's let's say that's the capital city of Sokovia. How big a country is it? Is it like Liechtenstein or is it like uh, Poland? You know, okay. I mean, how... good question. <laughs> well, nice, in... nice, nice tailpole. Yeah. By the, way. <laughs> the interesting thing with it is, is like when they show it, they don't show any water around it. But then when it blows up, it all lands in water. Yeah. Well, there's like, like a lake to the side when they're first going up, aren't? They? Isn't there? But it all blows up just over that way. It, it, there, there's a there's a plot hole in yeah, that, right. but I'm not going to bring it. Anyway, when, yeah, that... when, the, when, the, when the when the spaceship crashes in Endgame, there's no tidal wave. I I, I was expecting a tidal wave, yeah. right? Anyway. Plot hole. Anyway, let's, we'll, let's get away. We'll from talk that, about it. I will, yeah. So okay. one of my favorite anyway. one of my favorite parts in that final battle scene is the uh, the scene where they're showing the overhead and all the Avengers are in the middle of the round room or the round building or whatever. Yeah. It is. It's kind of the and, throwback to the original Avenger. Well, that, but also that totally reminds me of like Saturday afternoon Kung Fu movies at home. Like, <laughs> it reminds me of like, there's just like all these guys that are from like the, 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 the evil Kung the Fu. The five deadly venoms. Or, Right, or whatever, exactly. And they're yeah. all coming in, and they're all dressed the same. They all look the same. They're all identical. They're all whatever. And then you have the good guy, you know, whether it's one guy or, or five guys or whatever, they're all in the middle, and they're all fighting them off. And they're just, like, beating them down in a million different ways. And it's like they never, like, they, they never, the, the bad guys never take the initiative to be like, well, how about 10 of us just take on one? 
Like maybe that would work. I mean, you know, bad guys are, are like stupid, Martian. right? <laughs> right, exactly. All bad guys are stupid. But that's just how it goes. But they're but these are all Ultron smart guys. That's the other thing. But anyway, is, but that's is one Ultron of my really teams. smart. <laughs> uh, true, is he? Good point. But um, but to that point, that that's one of my like in the final battle scenes. That's one of my that overhead shot looking down and seeing see. That now that was one of my like, that was one of my least favorite in a in in a way in in not because of what it was because i i actually pay attention to the different fighting styles that's going on in that kind of overhead slow-mo and some of it is so bad and like not even realistic i'm like they're all trying to get to the button in the middle and it's like yeah you guys could have got that so easy dude juke left yeah. and you go right it, uh, it's just captain america doing a stupid flip for no reason so and well, i love if you captain just pay america attention if you would just pay attention you'd know <laughs> Well, here's the thing. If, if if we were talking about architecture or any kind of like triathlon <laughs> or something like that, I'd be saying that's Kung not Fu's the way different. it goes. Yeah. Kung Fu is different. I, I don't know anything about it, so I get to appreciate the ridiculousness of movies and, and yeah. martial so arts. So when I have food. to fight off all guys like that, I understand that, that it just doesn't work that way. They just, yeah. they, they don't, like, <laughs> Thor could have done it all with one big hammer strike and thunder and lightning and did all that, sure. but, you know, it's, I, 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 I like it. Pound I thought it was the shield. <laughs> oh, right. They were all lining up. I mean, they were excited, right. so it would have worked. <laughs> I thought I thought it was a good thing, I, scene, but what the deeper I look into it, the more I get irritated with it. But yeah. I do understand why it's a cool look. Yeah. Nina, what what was your? Uh, and it doesn't even have to be that final battle. We're not we're not going to go too deep into the final battle. But what what's your favorite part of the? I mean, what what made this movie enjoyable for you? I guess. Um, or if it if it's not enjoyable to say that too. Yeah, I let me. I have to say, I I wouldn't say it's not enjoyable, but I will. Let me just say why I think it's it's weak. Okay. Is and I can see why. I wouldn't put it down below Hulk weak, but it's definitely least of the four Avengers films. Um. And I think there's just there's a lot, there's a lot going on. It's like. They're introducing a couple. They're introducing uh, Atro and Wanda. They're introducing, um, you know, they have the whole origin story for Ultron, which I was thinking about this as you guys were talking. He's like the old, it's, you know, I think one of the reasons the first Avengers film was stronger is you didn't have to have the, the villain origin. Right. It was a very simple, I mean, Loki was a very simple villain. It's like, it's like, well, what's the threat? Loki wants to take over the world. Why? Well, he's evil. All well, right, let's even... go fight him. And yeah. now, and now, so you have to have this whole complicated backstory and psychology of Ultron and how he's created, and he's trying to make a body, and he needs vibranium, and then he needs flesh, and then he needs this doctor, and it just, it's, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. And I think, and they don't have time to. And, and there's there's a lot of things that are like started and 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 kind of abandoned or or underdeveloped. I mean, for for as important as Wanda and Pietro and their relationship is, they barely talk. They they barely talk to each other. Like at some one point, like rewatching this, I'm like, are they supposed to have like psychic powers where they can communicate mm -hmm. without speaking? Because they just kind of give each other these meaningful looks, and from that, you're supposed to infer like this whole deep backstory and i thought that's how siblings work though like don't you and bo just look at each other and know exactly what you're saying 
Well, sometimes, but sometimes. it's not very cinematic. <laughs> it's not very cinematic. And, but yeah, and so you know, like when Pietro died, it's like, all right, this sucks I, for him. I think but that's I mean, it wasn't <laughs> sucks for him. I, I think it was supposed to be like a a huge tidal wave. And plus, with watching WandaVision now, and like, there's a again, I don't want to spoil it for you guys, but she does bring up her brother and how how much she's like oh i was a twin and i had this brother and i loved him and all this stuff it's like really you you loved him you haven't mentioned him and <laughs> you haven't well, mentioned him I mean, since he died <laughs> but i mean she she literally i and i i'm going to disagree with you a little bit because i mean she feels when he dies and that's what triggers her to just lose her shit and go after and kill ultron and at that point then be at the point where it's like, look, I don't want to go on. If it wasn't for Vision coming and pulling her out, she was okay with dying on that rock with yeah. with her brother. So I, I, to me, I felt that that twin feeling and that tie to him. So I, I mean, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, you had to buy into a little bit, but I think they knew going into it that Pietro wasn't going to go on, so they had to find a way to move it on. But I think it was also a motivation for her too. Yeah. All right, fair enough. But anyway, it's just that's just one of the many, many things. Like I said, yeah. there's there's a lot. There's yeah, a lot. Yeah, they, they did. They tried to stuff this. This is this is a five pound bag with about twenty pounds of shit stuffed into it for a Ex movie. Yeah, exactly. And, they and, they needed to. And when I say shit, I, I mean good stuff. But I mean, it's oh still yeah, a lot. maybe 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 it's a, maybe it's uh, uh, cotton candy because yeah. it's you know <laughs> it's a five pound bag with twenty pounds of cotton candy in it. I mean. I think you, it's a five-pound bag yeah, with 20 pounds of gold, but they can only fit five pounds into the bag, and so it gets all convoluted. I think that's what happened. I agree. You're right. There's there's too exactly. much to grasp. Exactly, and it's just... Yeah. It's, it's a lot. It's just And a that's lot. why I and, love going and, back and watching it over times, because I, I pick up more and more. I think, yeah. And, I, and, and it also really gains from knowing what happens all the way through Endgame, going back and watching it. Yeah. And 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 I found that through the whole through this whole rewatch yeah. that it's like oh yeah they were setting stuff up there this comes back, and I appreciate that and I but it's just I don't know it's it's kind of it's kind of exhausting. <laughs> and, to me, go ahead. And and I and I think and I think there's the films that that uh, center on one on just one superhero. It gets so many nice beautiful like character moments and they're just, just there's no room for them there's too, right. not really too many alphas too many right. alphas in this movie yeah yeah, it, yeah there they're, is just, a lot. They're, they're trying to do too much it's an avenger movie and... with two origin stories and it's really hard to fit it all into one yeah exactly all right exactly all right steve what do, what and... do you got sorry didn't mean to cut you off there Nick. uh i got that's two... okay that's it <laughs> i got two scenes so the the uh, scene where Ultron makes his first appearance. I absolutely, as far as a favorite, I loved it when James Spader starts his soliloquy where he goes off. Is that on, the one where he's talking to Jarvis? The in the where he wakes up, kind of. Oh, why is it? Dark? Uh, no, no. This is when <clears throat> more when he which, talks. Which to I him. did like. I did. I really liked. I hated this, that scene. I well, hated that one. Which when where he first wakes up. Okay, yeah, that well, fucking I'm, bugs me. I hate. I'm it. talking about at the party where where he. 
he comes out at the kind of lumbers in. He lumbers yeah, in. Yeah, where he he's lumbers in. in. He's broken. I like that part. I like that. Well, that's the scene I'm but talking I, about. I yeah, really okay. liked listening to him and listening to how he was trying to define what he was about, and and it it felt you're all not it, worthy. It, it was interesting. I I really but in in the scenes I'm going to talk about, I have two sides. To me, that was I really liked that. I liked James Spader's voice. I liked the the dialogue. I really got bugged when the when the Legion bursts in. I thought that was too overdramatic. I don't know. Well, his body was too fucked up to fight. They I, had to have a fight. I know, but I thought I, I don't know. It turned into a, a CGI battle that I I think I wish they would have marched in or something different. The way they burst in just looked fake. And it totally threw me out of the scene. And and so so to me, that's what this movie kind of, it hinged on the the thing that was interesting and then it throws you into this superhero world that 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 broke for me. The other, the other thing that I want to talk about is the farmhouse. I loved that they, that how they integrated that, that scene where they went to this farmhouse. It was the safe house, but no, it was, it turned out it was, it was Hawkeye's family's home. It was and, his house. Yeah. And, and, and some of the dialogue there was brilliant. Once Samuel L. Jackson showed up, I didn't, I, I thought it got stiff. I thought it got, I thought it lost its character. And, and so to me, that's where the movie kind of hinged on really brilliant dialogue and brilliant trying to comprehend what was going on. And then this, this, where it just kind of fell into, to kind of a, a, a base, uh, uh, dull, not, you know, where it relied on, on cinema and, and not on, on, on thought. It, it was just thought versus action. I don't know. Yeah. It, that didn't work. Yeah. And, and, and so it, it became a juggling act for me. And I, I think it was a, I, there's a lot I really appreciate with the movie and there's a lot that, that, that did not work. And so ultimately it was a failed movie that I like to return to and revisit. There you go. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I get you. It's, it's, I, I really thought like the more I watch it, the more I was like, you know, I'd liked it. I like diving into it. And maybe I was like getting into, you know, preparing for the podcast and knowing that I actually, you know, had a list and I was like getting ready for it. And I was like kind of deep, deep diving into it, but Kind of looking at a big picture, yeah. There's there's too much. I mean, here we are. We're three hours and ten minutes <laughs> into this, right? Damn, I know. And, and we're right. And this is and we our, left a lot out. And we yes. left, and we we jumped over some things, and and you know for sure. And it's it's you know I I really want to really like, and I do really yeah, like. Yeah, I want to as well. Yeah. I like Joss Whedon. I like James yeah. Spader. I like what they're trying I to like do. The movies, I like the Avenger movies. I like the Avenger, the compilation movies. Like I like, I like movies that have a lot of alpha characters, I guess is what it really comes down to. Like, I really like the Ocean's Eleven movies. Like I really, you know, uh, Italian Job as a movie has a lot of alpha characters, you know, that kind of a thing. It's like, I like those kinds of movies. So I really want to like this. And I, and I, as I watch it, like I, I'm able to, because I want to like it, I pick out all the good pieces and I pick out yeah. a lot of the good stuff about it. But, you know, when you look at it from the outside is like, is it a good movie? 
Oh, no. And... Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So... I mean, in, in... I agree. I mean, there's a lot that's good. There's a lot that's... There are scenes that I really love. There's funny stuff. There's yeah. yeah, but I but if but if I'm looking for a for an MCU movie to just like entertain me, well, like I just kind of want to be, I want to have a good time. This is not the one I grab. You know, oh, no, a thinker, it's not. more of a thinker movie. But I and 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 I agree with you on a standalone movie on its own. It, it's not the greatest movie. But if you look at the overall MCU and the the story that it tells and what it ties into and the fingers that it puts out there, I to think the it's movies, essential. I, there, there's something think, essential yeah. about a lot of it. Uh, yeah, I think sure. this one this one is more important if you look at the overall MCU and how it ties all together than probably any of the others, maybe outside of the first Avengers that put them all together. But yeah, I still like, think there's something to be said about a movie holding on its, you know. Right. That's why I said if you. If you yeah. have to judge it on a movie by itself, this isn't one of the greatest. I still 100% believe this is better than Iron Man 2, Iron Man 3. Um, I agree. I, I agree with I both think, of those. I think it's better than even, um, personally, I think it's better than uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Me too. I, I think it's yeah, yeah definitely, definitely better than 2. I, would, yeah. I, don't know about, I don't know about Iron Man 2. It's, it's, it's on par. It's on par. It's maybe not better. It's maybe not. Had the worse. worst villain in the goddamn. I'm a, story. I'm a little yeah, hesitant about it. Iron oh, wait, Man no. three, three but had Iron Man worse. two and Guardians of the Galaxy two. I'm with you. <laughs> See, I, I I think those movies they didn't they didn't have as much in them that you know is yeah. enough to to really put it above this. Now this is a cerebral. Iron... This is a cerebral yeah. movie. This is something that you got to think about. But I don't think it's quite got the rhythm, the editing, or something. Something just doesn't make it as. Engaging. Other than the fact that you see all yeah. the Iron Man suits in Iron Man Three, or uh, what is redeeming about Iron Man Two? Um, yeah, yeah, I, I like the villain. I don't know. I, like I the hate the villain, the villain in think... that one. Okay, the only reason I like Iron Man Two is because it brought Don Cheadle into it. If it didn't have Don Cheadle in it, it would be shit. It would be horrible. Also, It'd be the worst. It would the... be worse than Hulk. <laughs> it's also the first one with uh, Black Widow. So. Oh right. Oh true. Yeah, hundred percent. So she, hey, have, yeah, have she we killed. gone over three hours in a podcast before? Yeah. Oh, uh, our first one was pretty close. It was the, pretty close. I think we but... have one, <laughs> of think the, it... one of the ones. I think one of the. I think the last one we did before Nina jumped on. I think three <laughs> hours. I'm just saying yeah. we're we're over three hours now. <laughs> okay. Like, like yeah. well, officially with our recording. Okay. I'm, so. I'm gonna I'm gonna run my last little bit here. Uh, <laughs> All right. I really like this movie, but I think it did come from watching it multiple times. Um, sure. I really liked a lot of the stuff. Um, I love the fact that uh, Clint Barton, Hawkeye, got his redemption in the fact that they made him part of this team and, and really showed why he's part of it. Um, it irritates me when I listen to other people bag on him and say he shouldn't be part of this. He's the worst Avenger. And it's like, you just don't understand him. And I, I love his character. I like what the word I... humanity. You talk about humanity. Yeah. He bring he grounds the story. The story. Yeah. And gives it some humanity. One, I, I have to say, I wonder how much of that comes from the fact that Jeremy Renner's kind of a douchebag. I don't know. I don't see him as a douchebag. I don't. <laughs> I don't use his drumsticks and he's got his band right. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. I just I like the fact I like the, what he brought to it and and I like I mean I grew up reading West Coast Avengers where Hawkeye was a big part of that comic so I I mean yeah he he has the worst possible superpower or 
weapon or whatever it is. I mean, and even and they, they do a great part of, you know, they're talking about we're on a floating, you know, chunk of land and, and we're fighting robots and I'm out here with a bow and arrow. None of this makes sense. He's like, but I'm going to go out and do this. And if you, you know, it, it just, it brought so much. And I love the fact of the farm and I loved everything they did with, uh, with him in this. And so I, I really liked that part of it. I liked the comedy in this. I mean, he had one of the best lines too at the very end. And we didn't even talk about this, uh, you know, uh, once again with Pietro, he runs off and he's like, keep up, old man. And he raises a bow and he's like, you know, nobody would even know. Just, I know, that's you know. right. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, last time I saw yeah. him, Ultron was sitting on him. I don't know. I missed the kid already. And it was right and before which, he died, too. <laughs> yeah, which was, I was like, oh, damn, that's rough. And and this was my biggest problem with that was them killing off Pietro. I thought it, it sucked. I hated that. And, and it didn't make sense because if you're smart enough to run to go over and try and you see them getting shot at, you're fast enough why didn't you just grab them and move them? Like that, that was my biggest thing. Like, yeah. did you really think just throwing your body in? I, like, so I that was my biggest problem. I, I like that they choose I mean, to if, sacrifice I've... a little bit. You know, it sometimes gets frustrating when, when there's superhero movies and the good guys somebody have dies? 0% yeah. and the bad guys get 100%. Has somebody died in every movie? No. No, it's just Joss Whedon movies. <laughs> No, this is the only one that I know of. Actually, uh, actually, Agents of Shield. Oh well, I guess, I guess, yeah. Uh, Coulson. Coulson died in the first one, but he wasn't yeah, but really, he didn't an really die. So maybe it was just. Well, he trip. died. He did die, but then they brought him back to life. Okay. Yeah. Comic it's, books. Yeah, here's the thing: if you didn't. <laughs> I don't know. It, well, I mean, if you don't watch the TV shows, you wouldn't know that. Yeah. They never mention it in the movies. Hundred percent. I think. Yeah, so, I think it's good to 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 show a little bit of a balance when it comes to. I, well, I do too. Re- Return of the I, Jedi. Just, they killed off an Ewok, right? That was kind of a a moving. An moment. Ewok and, and Pietro are not the same. <laughs> okay. No. That's like All losing right. your big I don't toe know. versus he a toenail. He could have been a fast Ewok. You know? <laughs> yeah. Right, no. So. To, to Steve's point, we just talked three plus hours about a movie that we've all agreed isn't one of the best movies. So I can't imagine. I disagree. I think what, one, I actually I think, think it's I still think it's a fascinating movie, though, and worth exploring. I, it's, For it's, me, I think, this, I think it's worthy it's of a three hour podcast. I mean, it's definitely vital. Okay. I mean, if looking well, at no, the I whole. Did, I, don't, I don't disagree, but I'm wondering what the Ant-Man I, talk is well, going to be. Well, like I prefer Ant-Man, but I don't think that's worthy of a three hour podcast. I don't think it's. Take a nap that afternoon before you. Lock I know I can, I can I can tell you this when when we get to Ant Man I can I can talk three hours just about the plot holes with oh, it being well, in San Francisco and everything that happens. Oh God, be there, in there's San a lot Francisco. of <laughs> yeah, Baskin Robbins. They always find yeah. out. Um, no, I, there's a lot of there's a lot about both of them that I really like, um, and, but I can't base them against each other because they're different movies. Ant-Man and is true, a there's a different weight common. to him. Age yeah, of Ultron is a heavyweight movie. Ant-Man is a very lightweight movie. And, yeah. and but, they play him I, that way. But Ant-Man is a better origin story than the origin story we see in Age of Ultron. Okay, that's fair. True, because it wasn't just an, uh, an origin story. Well, it was two origin stories with a villain. It's There's, there's a lot so of So was stuff. Ant-Man. No, it was one origin story with a shitty villain. Okay, but there was an the villain story. I, I gotta watch it again. I don't remember who the villain was. Yellow Jacket. <laughs> That's why I don't remember. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, let's let's wrap this up. Age of Ultron. It was. I I think it was a good movie. I think it it gains. Um, it gets better the more times you watch it. After 
uh, end game um, because of all the stuff that you pick up and in, in, in what it wow. really leads into. We couldn't have had end game without Age of Ultron. Here, let, let me not. just put that put that out there. You you couldn't have got where we got without it. So you could have got there without Ant Man. You could have got there without uh, Captain Marvel. You could have got there with you a lot. You couldn't get there of, without Ant Man because he was the one who. Uh... You could have got there without Ant Man. I don't think so. Well, yeah, you we're, could, not, you we're could, not there yet. Fine next time we'll find that out in three weeks <laughs> i guarantee you could have got there without <laughs> ant-man but let's so get on you're this. on for three weeks uh maybe four we'll talk four. about that after okay okay cut. i was hoping next week but anyways <laughs> um you are now we have, we have, okay yeah we we got some other good stuff coming up so that'll be good anyways um right. yeah no i i really enjoyed this movie there was a lot about it that i thought was great um it could have been longer it could have had more to it i think that it 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 had too much going into it that it could have been a two movie. You know, I I don't know how much Josh Whedon cut. I heard there was supposed to be a director's cut on the DVD, and I actually have it, so I need to check that out and see if there's more to it than what they show on Disney, because I think that would be really cool if there was more to it. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, I would put this higher than probably majority of people I've listened to, and and it sounds like you guys too, um, just because of rewatching it and how much i enjoyed it uh going forward i think you know it's one of those ones that when we get to the end of these and we, and by then there's probably 30 or 40 of them we'll we'll, we'll line them all up and see i have a feeling this is going to hit somewhere in at least in the top 30 percent of it sure. i'd give this by the way i don't think it, yeah. i don't think it picked up noah but that's what she said <laughs> 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 See now that you know if that was in the movie it would it would have been fabulous. That that's actually right. one of the reasons I like this. I think this has better comedy than anything before it. True. Maybe 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 not Guardians of the Galaxy, but it definitely anything prior to Guardians of the Galaxy, this definitely anything has. that has the core anything that has the core guys because Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. was its kind of at this point yeah. had been its own thing and this yeah. was the core kind of characters, and this was definitely had the most comedy of all the core kind of yeah. movies. And which we see a lot more going forward, which I think is Absolutely. definitely the the what the, what they start to really kill it with and and just control everything. And it's like this is what we expect yep. from it. So, Absolutely. good. All right. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I could talk for another four hours on this alone, just because it is it is what it for is. For sure. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna <laughs> we all sign all off. Like... Noah, you talk for another yeah. four hours. <laughs> I'll do my own my own podcast on just. I'll, I'll talking... get back on tomorrow morning when I get ready for work, and there's gonna be Noah talking about. <laughs> so yeah, uh, if you have any questions that have made it this far, please get a hold of us and let us know what they are, or if you want to, you know, like let us know we're wrong on something. Uh, let us let us know at uh what is it the dot hwsi dot podcast at gmail.com and if you made it this far you gotta admit this was a pretty good podcast right yeah <laughs> so rate, really, rate and review and subscribe on all the podcast uh right uh what are definitely rate and review rate and review on yes on, please on make iTunes, some sort of comment on, on noah's uh, facebook because yeah right <laughs> let it and let us know also, what you think isn't it also hwsi.podbean.com? Isn't that your website as well? That's the website you can find it. Yeah, that's yes. that's it. Yes. And uh, yeah, Perfect. join our join our Facebook group. Uh, hopefully, we'll get some interaction in there someday. Uh, every once eventually. in a while, <laughs> yeah. Every once in a while, we see some stuff, but yep. we'll we'll keep doing them because uh, we enjoy doing this. Uh, we're now over a year, which is, I mean, 
that's we're already beating that's the odds. Something. Yeah. yeah, most yep. po- most podcasts don't make it that long because we're I mean, stubborn, we're... right? <laughs> right, pretty much. Well, people, it is. people, when this shows up in people's feeds tomorrow, they're gonna be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> look, at, "Look at this! Three <laughs> hours and twenty minutes! Oh my god!" <laughs> Thank, thank, thank God, thank God! I have triple speed replay. <laughs> right, right. Uh, but you could do that as a recommendation. I, just, just like up the speed, and and you can get this yes. over with in an hour and a half. It's, 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 it's so funny. I listen. There's a couple podcasts I listen to, and when they found out that people listen to the podcast at like double speed or whatever. Some of them were like personally offended. Like that's ridiculous. <laughs> you... you have to understand that. And I'm like, and I'm like, man, life's too I'm short. Like, exactly. <laughs> if you want to listen care. to me at triple yeah. speed, knock yourself as out. As long as you listen, <laughs> fine by me. You can listen to me however actually, you want. Actually, here's the thing. One of the podcasts I listen to, we we don't. You probably don't even care if they listen. Just download. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like, don't even listen. Just download. <laughs> right. Just like. I, yeah. Just yeah, no. download. Give us a thumbs up. I, so I did get I did, I did have a cool thing at work where one of the guys came in. And he was like, "Yeah, I saw the the podcast come up about uh, Indiana Jones," and I was like, "Oh man, I got to go back and watch that movie." I'm like, "Well, watch the movie and then listen to the podcast." <laughs> and so I, I thought that was pretty cool. But don't uh, call it Indiana I, Jones, damn, damn it, you know? Right? It's it's Raiders of the Lost Ark. Raiders Steve of the Steve will Lost come Ark. through the through the headphones I'm and sorry, get that you. That gets to me. <laughs> no, uh, which is find out I, in the first thirty seconds of the podcast. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. No, I'm not even through the. The, the intro and he's like what'd you call it oh, <laughs> right. um, all right so are we still taping or are we done we are taping still so uh, <laughs> but that's stop. it we can say good night good night everyone night everybody take it easy hey thank you for listening <laughs>